I'm Geralt of Rivia, and you're listening to the first episode of ABC of Gaming on 60 Minutes With. Luckily, Adam, Ben, and your host Chris are big fans of the games that I'm in. If they weren't, they definitely wouldn't be able to record this new show. I'm listening to every show, so be careful what you guys say. I'm off now to have sex with Tina on a unicorn. See ya. All right then. Are you <gasps> both good to go? Or, or... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you want to lube yeah, up? For, do you want to lube up first, or uh, you, do you want to go in dry? Going dry. I mean, I'm, I'm always lubed up anyway. So <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm slippery like a motherfucker. Welcome to the ABC of Gaming. With me, your host, Chris. I am the C. I am the cock of this show. And joining me, we have to have an arse, because we've got a cock. So joining me with the A part of the show is Mr. Adam Parry. Hello. Hello? (laughs) (laughs) Ah, fooled you. (laughs) Fucker. Hello! <laughs> <laughs> and we do have to have some balls to, to drag along as well, to, to bring the show down. We've got the B, Mr. Ben Ford. Oh, hello, everyone. Hello. How you doing, all right? Hello! Hey. Big, shiny, big, full, shiny balls, that's what I've got. Oh, yeah. And shaved as well, no doubt, knowing you. Fucking shaped. Although they're not so full these days because I've got a lovely girlfriend. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Well, I was going to ask you about that. But uh, but anyway, let, let's just tell the people um, or the listener, dear listener, uh, if, if you've never listened to a, a podcast before, I don't know where I'm going with that. Let me just... <laughs> Why would they choose a random one? Oh, never mind. Yeah, no, never mind. I don't know. Where... Well, anyway, if, I should say for, for people who may not know, because uh, this is under now the 60 Minutes with Umbrella. But although Dave's, I suppose, in charge of that, and he used quotation marks, um, he's not really in charge. So, But he's not on the show, and it's our show, and we can do what the fuck we want with it. So fuck you, Dave. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and there's the first one. Oh, yes. Um, but no, so uh, people may have heard us before. We did a, a podcast for five and a half years um, called The Same Coin which is a video game podcast. We did it every week, mostly, and, uh, you know, to, to have... How many shows did we clock up with that? It was over 200, wasn't it? So, mm. so you know, to do that in five and a half years, I think is quite impressive. But uh, anyway, it took its toll, and we just didn't have enough time of the day to, to do podcasts and play video games. So anyway, the, um, the same coin came to an end, unfortunately, uh, towards the end of last year. Anyway... I, I still uh, haven't got. I still haven't got over it. Haven't you? Oh no, I know. Well, I am now. I've got over it now. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I, was, I carried on doing podcasts with sixty minutes with, and then I asked um, Adam and Ben if they wanted to be part of the ABC of gaming. I, I you know, came up with the name. It's cheesy as fuck, but who cares? Whatever. Um, so if I if if I'd said like a no, would you? Have, would it just been called the um, the AMC of uh, gaming? Well, it, it might have been. It might have had a slightly different name, possibly. Yeah. Yes. Um, but no. Anyway, now 
to, to dispel this myth, because obviously Ditz isn't here, um, but uh, and Ditz is, is busy doing Game Burst stuff and everything else. We did ask him if he wanted to be part of the show, and he may well be part of the show at some point as a guest. But uh, I think, obviously, you know, part of the reason why he decided to call time on the same coin was just, again, sort of due to a lack of time, which is a problem that we all face, I guess, as we get older and kids get older and all that bullshit. Um, and when you're not too busy shagging your girlfriend. and <laughs> so, But uh, not that I'm jealous at all, obviously. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, we are the ABC of gaming. It's, it's like I said, a cheesy fucking name, but who cares? It's just a name. And we're going to pretty much do, well, what we did last time, I think. You know, It's uh, pr- pretty expli- explicit then, yeah? Uh, yeah, well, I fucking hope so, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I thought we were going to be more mature now and use longer words. Well, yes, I mean, you did say that you were going to be talking about, what's that, um, oh, what's the phrase that you always bang on about? Something. Oh, like... the ludo-narrative or something uh, like that. All that bollocks. I don't, I don't even know what it means. <laughs> I, I actually had to look it up. <laughs> you were talking about it. I st- I'm, still, I'm still none the wiser. At all, no, but... Ludo, isn't he that big ginger thing at a labyrinth? So, I always thought it was a board game. Yeah, me too. Oh, yeah, true. <laughs> yeah. Say that. So, um, anyway, it's been a while since we've all spoken. Uh, you know, we haven't actually done a podcast for, well, we're coming up to May, aren't we? Bloody hell. Oh, um, no. So, it's been coming up to five months since we did a podcast. So This is literally the first time we have spoken all together since mm-hmm. since December. And that's crazy to think about yeah. that, you know, because we, we spoke very regularly before, you know, and everything else. So, anyway, just as, like I said, if anybody's wondering, we haven't fallen out with Dits, you know, he's, he's busy doing game burst and everything else so um and i'm probably saying it too much which is going to make people suspicious and the fact that me and adam stay completely quiet about it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you dig yourself a hole there mr j man it could have uh... it could have still worked but you know the abc actually does work quite well if you add a d on the end it's not so good is it but still anyway no. yeah. <laughs> it's still fucking alphabet what doesn't work <laughs> Yeah, because they, they fucking said no. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Dits. I love you, man. <laughs> um, but anyway, so we're here. It's going to be a fun show, video game. We're going to do these shows uh, once a month. And we decided on. I know people will probably say, "I want to do. I want you to do it more often." Because you know, but we, we, look, time and pressure actually playing games and then talking about them is difficult. You know, so I think it just works for everybody. So. So we're just going to do a 24-hour show once a month. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, it might be in like a four-hour fucking show, but, uh, yeah. well, probably not, but, you know. Um, but, we'll, you know, that's it. Always leave them wanting more. That's that's how I treat my audiences and my women. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so anyway, I, uh, Adam, um, it, I'll come to you first. Seeing as you Thanks. The, the A uh, of the show. Is this? Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Is, is this going to be for fucking everything? Am I cursed by alphabetical order? Possibly, yeah. Mate. My, uh, <laughs> Sorry, you shouldn't have a fucking right. name that begins with A, should you? Uh, you should have had been called Xander or Zebedee or something like that. Zebedee. <laughs> You know, so uh, anyway, um, Adam, it's been yes. five months. You know, what's been going on in your life? I'm desperate to know. Have you have you been doing well, anything exciting? Have you jumped out of an aeroplane? Have you fucked a goat yet or done whatever, you, <laughs> you know, ambitions that you'd got? Um, no, not really. Um, I did my back in again. Um, fucking a goat. I, yeah. I found the face of a dead seal on a beach. Yeah, thanks for sending um, that, that picture. That was very kind oh. of you. 
name something more unusual you found on a beach. Um, I don't know, uh, but well, definitely not a, the face of a dead seal that looked like something from Hannibal Lecter's. Yeah, and uh, by seal I mean a seal like a blubbery animal, not the um, singer, the relatively scar. popular singer. Yeah, the scar-faced singer. Yeah, his flappy old face on the beach is scared of shit out of children, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, but he did get a shag hoidy clum, though, didn't he? Yeah, how do you manage that? He must be hung like a fucking giraffe. God, that's so typical, isn't it? Just because he's black. Just <laughs> it's not true, trust me. I've checked them all out. <laughs> hey, have, have you seen any Mandingo videos lately? Come on. Have you no, what's that? Mandingo. What's that? I've never heard of it. Okay, uh, well, <laughs> go into Google and have a look for Mandingo, porn star, and, and, and yeah, he'll he'll. Oh, is he that dude water. who has? Yeah, I've seen him before. <laughs> doesn't make me feel, doesn't make me feel insufficient at all. No, no. <laughs> I, you, I I can't watch. I don't know. No, sorry, I was gonna. I was. I find it hard to watch interracial. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a racist. <laughs> it does it, but it puts me off. It's just I, I, I find it hard to watch. I'm sorry. It's just I, yeah. I. Is it too colours for you? <laughs> I search for Chinese cum swallow and stuff like that. That's one of my. That's one of my <laughs> it's one of my favourites at the moment. A bit of a Mexican cream pie. <laughs> anyway, sorry, I, oh, I interrupted you. Uh, this is a very highbrow podcast, as we said. But, uh, yeah, we'll start as we we mean to go on. So. Yeah. Well, not much, right? Isn't it? I mean, as as because it sounds. <laughs> No, it's just been fucking work um, and fucking shit, really. Well, that hasn't been shit, but, you know, it's normal stuff. I haven't done anything major. It took me fucking months to stop crying. <laughs> See, I, I think that you probably would be affected the, the most out of everybody, aren't they? You sound like fucking woofter. <laughs> <laughs> what you say, Jay, man? Are you trying to insinuate that only gay men cry? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I must be gay. I must be gay. <laughs> and semi-northern. <laughs> hey, one of those swings. <laughs> hey, that's a sh- actually talk- talking about uh, yeah, wafters and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> Sorry. Um, poor old Dale Winton. He passed away. Didn't oh he? yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah. yeah. I th- I was reading in- into that a little bit. I think he because um, no one knows why he's died. Do they yet? I don't think. Don't know. But I think. Um, <laughs> I made a few good guesses. I made a few good guesses. I got to be honest. Yeah. Uh, but but no, didn't go went round his house. <laughs> no, I actually. Um, I think he struggled with the aging process. He's sort of been quite open about that Did and you depression say aging and stuff. Or aging. <laughs> <What the fuck? laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! I think we we better leave that there. Yeah, <laughs> no. Oh, I, anyway, I, I thought I'd drop that into the conversation. But uh, yeah, sorry. I used uh, to love supermarket supermarket sweep back in the day. Well, I used to love that. I've got to be honest. Yeah, I mean it's still on Challenge TV, and Kay watches it occasionally because she likes shit like that. And um, but I'm like, I know the, the you know the last run of everything. They like kind of why don't you just like go from one aisle, get your arm, and just scrape it all in do you know what I mean and just because you yeah. I think you were only allowed to put two of each item in your trolley oh 
fucking uber fan adam <laughs> oh well, it was hangover television wasn't it really yeah, yeah. but no poor old dale but rest, god rest his soul and all that yeah. stuff there's been a few there's been a few deadens isn't there recently mm-hmm. some surprising ones as well um who's that dude Ovi chief that's a surprising one but then i suppose not he had like drug addiction and stuff didn't he <laughs> <laughs> I bet he's been trying to kill himself for the last year to try and get him for the 27 club, and he fucked up massively. <laughs> <laughs> he just missed out by a year. But no, it was that yeah. much of a hipster, he wanted to be in his own club for 28 years. <laughs> yeah. But, um, I like him, actually. I thought he was fantastic, I've got to be honest. See, I, I'd never heard of him until the other night when I, I looked on YouTube, and uh, I, yeah, I thought, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I know a couple of his songs and stuff, or, or whatever. Yeah. People well, like when that. I first heard his name, I thought he was a type of cheese. <laughs> Well, he's probably a bit smelly now, isn't he? So... <laughs> Definitely got a few, a few oh. blue veins going on. <laughs> um, Sorry, are we talking about Dale Winton or I don't get confused? That, that dude, that Avicii or whatever his name is. No, no, I was joking. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, there's there's Vern Troyer. Um, yeah. <clears throat> why is that so funny? Sorry. I was just, well, no, I was thinking of some of the stuff that may have happened on a WhatsApp conversation. Oh, right, yes, yes. Mm. Involving right. Warwick Davis. Um... Oh, yeah. Oh, no. uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, there's not much work for those guys. Uh, do you remember Knickknack from one of the um, Bond movies? Oh, yes, yeah. Yeah. Because if you actually see how he died. Um, uh, no. Shooting his face off. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> he literally did. He had, the, he had the unfortunate thing of um, whilst he was obviously tiny, his uh, organs kept growing. Oh, okay. So he was in so much pain by the end of it, he just yeah, took, took that took that way out of life. Yeah. Because he was little, did he shoot himself with a spud gun? <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> he had he had he had to have assisted suicide. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. oh dear! Um, and then there was um, a guy called R. Lee Ermy. You, you may have heard of him. He was the drill sergeant. In Full Metal Jacket, and then he like made a career, in, you know, in lots of other films. Do you, do you remember him at all? Yeah, was he the, was he yeah the the one at the start? Uh, yes, that's it. Yeah. Yes, who uh, pile shoots, and then he was in lots of other films. He was in Seven briefly, played the captain of that uh, of of Morgan Freeman and whatever. Um, the Frighteners, he was in that, playing basically the same character. He always played shouty characters, pretty much. Yeah, so, fair enough. Um, and then Ken Dodd. Ken, Ken Dodd's dead. Yes, yeah. yes. I always uh, thought that there might be some stories come out about him, but yeah. But no, I think he got away scot free. <laughs> I don't think he got away scot free. I mean, he, he, maybe he didn't. Is what I mean. Oh, I see what you mean. Right. <laughs> Although someone somewhere's got his skull and they're using it as a bottle opener. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now. Um, I, I have to let people into a little secret because some things never change. Um. I don't know if Ben's there, so he'll listen to this afterwards. Ben, are you there? There, that answers my question. <laughs> is he gone? He's, uh, yeah. He's uh, like... I'm back now. I'm back oh, is now. it? <laughs> <laughs> I, just... I tell you what, I'm going to have a fucking aneurysm tonight. I, <laughs> I was just going to say, you know, although we've been podcasting for five and a bit years, something's never changed. <laughs> Batteries are not controllers. Fucking hell. Uh, headphones not working. Uh, you know, it's, it's all good, though. But, yeah. um,. I can't remember where I was going. Oh, yeah, somebody... I've lost my notes, actually. I have made notes. Um, oh, and then... Um, who else? This is my, my, a serious one out of all of them. Stephen Hawking. Oh, God, no. I, well, I, I did think of Stephen Hawking. Well, I didn't, actually, but... Uh, no, this one's is more important. Bob Wakelin. 
Oh, fuck, yeah. So sad. Isn't it? I mean, that's going Great. Back, it's going back a little bit now, but if you ever bought games in the 80s and 90s, um, particularly Ocean games, you, you would have bought a game that he had drawn. Well, Amazing. Yeah. Amazing covers. Yeah. Really was things like Gryazor and um, I think he did uh, Platoon and stuff like that and New Zealand Story, one of my favourites. Funnily enough, back in last month's Retro Gamer, did you get that? Did you poster. get that stubby? Yep. Yeah, that poster's fantastic. It's, it's it? actually so. up on my wall. I, I mean, I'm fucking. Uh-huh. I'm nearly 42 for fuck's sake. But I, I thought, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to stick it up on my wall, even if it's for a little bit, just to sort of in in memory of, of Bob, because like you know, he helped to uh, sell millions of games no doubt no question mm-hmm. about that so yeah you can tell where our heart lies we'll take the piss out of every other fucker who's pegged it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when it comes to uh, somebody who we grew up with and you know what I mean so um, yeah. hmm. just having a sip of my coffee sorry uh, what we all, are we all drinking anything tonight or uh... I'm drinking a rather expensive bottle of vino Ooh. three bottles for a tenner <laughs> it's called it's called Conti Cantineri. Conti can... <laughs> Conti <laughs> Conti. <laughs> do, 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 are you wine drinkers at all? Um, Not really. I don't. I used to a little bit. It's nice because it doesn't bloat you, doesn't it? I thought about getting some beers for tonight, and I thought, nah, I'll end up getting too bloated. So I've just cracked open a bottle of this. It's not bad, is it? £3.33 a bottle. So, yeah, all good. Awesome. <laughs> what about you, Adam? Yeah. I'm drinking a uh, Jeremiah Mountain Living Pale Ale. Ooh. Apparently, it's bright, tropical, and citrusy. So, And is yeah. it? Is it? It's all right. Yeah, it's not bad. I've never had it before. I've had it kicking around in my fridge for fucking God knows how long. But, uh, yeah, nice. And if I choose to go fucking crazy, I've then got a can of Brew York Little Eagle Session IPA. There you go. Nice. Is that one of those... Go on. Sorry, is that one of those little box set, box sets you get? Uh, yeah. Christmas box set. Type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. So, uh, anything else, Adam? Have you uh, obviously in the in the five months apart from fucking up your back and finding a dead seal's face? <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 I honestly can't remember. Um, no, not really. No, nothing. Nothing really. I've not you know not achieved anything. I've not won a gold medal. Not won the lottery. I've not. Uh, no. I've not murdered anyone, so yeah, I think you're yeah, pretty standard. I been, think standard and steady. Been been shagging much? You know, <laughs> that's the standard, isn't it? <laughs> well, that that's a segue. Um, and you've... Until you get married, until you get married, that is. Oh. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you about my little sexual exploits in a minute, but uh, or, or yeah. the lack of them. But uh, you ruined my joke, Ben. I have to say, when you mentioned that oh, you got a girlfriend, because <laughs> I was going to say you've been too busy shagging. So I was going to ask you, what's his name, and is he a gentle lover? <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, it was getting pretty desperate. I could have gone either way, you know. <laughs> um, no, it's been amazing. I, loads, of, honestly, loads has happened for me. I mean, my daughter turned eighteen wow. um, in March, hell. which is crazy because I sort of, not so much more recently, but I've, you know, I do a bit of the old clubbing here and there. And it's just quite weird going to a place now where your daughter goes in a way you know yeah it's probably uh, yeah most likely <laughs> seeing her dad doing the best dance moves cartoons <laughs> fucking uh, Gangnam style on the fucking dance floor <laughs> <laughs> no it's been amazing but I had um, literally just this year it's been incredible well, lots of things going on I mean to cut a long story short just met the most beautiful woman it's just amazing like crazy crazy good so I've been going out just over three months now and 
known each other for about four months. It's just by by chance, actually. Um, I won't mention any names, but I wouldn't have met her had it not been for me going back into a place that I was barred from. <laughs> and, <laughs> and the ban was lifted and literally went in there. She worked behind the bar and just really, really hit it off. She's amazing. Absolutely incredible. Blow my mind. And not the only thing yeah. she's been blowing, probably. <laughs> Literally the best blowjobs ever. That's <laughs> fucking... <laughs> and I literally tell her it as she's doing it. It's like, you're fucking best. <laughs> take, 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 swallow, it all, swallow it all, baby. <laughs> Honestly, it's just, uh, yeah, it's been amazing. Just it just get on so well, and it's just like, with all, with all the other shit that goes on, because there is shit that goes on in this world, you know, in, in, in your life, same old shit. But to have this come along and just literally blow my mind, yeah, it's been fucking amazing. Absolutely amazing. Oh, that's brilliant. In all seriousness, yeah. I, I'm, I'm really pleased for you because, yeah. uh, you know, we, 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 we have private conversations and stuff like that, and, and life has mm. been pretty tough uh, over the past few years for you. So, yeah. So, so have this come, uh, you know, into your life is is fantastic, you know. Definitely. It's after two and a half years of being separated and that, do you know what I mean? It's just crazy for it to happen because it's, it's what you're looking for ultimately isn't it do you know what i mean the, the going out and shagging around bit doesn't last as being fun forever no. do you know what i mean it just gets it really doesn't um yeah it's great and um sort of into interesting what we're doing so she was wondering whether she could listen to us record tonight live and that sort of stuff and i said no nah, it's got to be like edited and all that crap just interested it's nice to have something interesting what you do mm. so she's gonna listen and, to uh, she? oh she'd be straight on oh, she's already listened to quite a few bits of the same coin you know, and so, yeah, really, 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 yeah, really amazing. She's amazing. Well, the, the, the ones that you were on? So, yeah. That, that, well, it's not that many towards the end, is it? Really? <laughs> I, I, I actually struggled to find them. <laughs> no, no, but she thought it was really funny and that, and just she's really interested, and she's sort of really pleased I've got back doing this again. So, And that's, again, it's about support and that, because there's all, there's all sorts of other stuff going on, like my flat's up for sale, and, you know, just all sorts going on, and amongst all that shit, you know, it's, there's some normality in life, and it's just uh, mind blowing, really. So, yeah, no, awesome. amazing, absolutely yeah. brilliant. Um, yeah. So, uh, has, has anything else been going on with you? Not really, other than as I say, sorting the flat out up for sale. I don't know if I really want to sell it at the moment, but there's all sorts of shit going on with the ex misses that it's just, just all sorts of life stuff that uh, not quite knowing where I'm going to go with it, and uh, I don't really want to lose the flat, but financially there's things going on that you might have to do you know what I mean there's all these sort of things and it's uh, part of that no it's the same oh hello hello <laughs> I, thought that... <laughs> I thought that was me <laughs> marvellous his, his batteries have gone again I think fucking he needs to plug his fucking controllers in <laughs> oh dear yeah, that's amazing well, this, this, this yeah, is going well like I said hello 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 what happened I don't know you disappeared you disappeared what, what oh, for fuck's sake <laughs> this is what worries me about skype for xbox i've got to be honest so why are you on xbox skype and not pc skype go on tell everyone well my original headset the one we were using back in december fucked up it got to the point where you could either sometimes hear stuff or sometimes speak and not hear stuff it's just fucked i mean annie used it for you know my little girl used it for her um youtubing videos and stuff and just kept saying it fucked up so i bought this new one and when i went and got, got it in the shop the guy i uh, i'm not stupid when it comes to buying technology at all but i didn't think much of it and i just said look does it work for pc he went yeah of course it does this one does i went right so i've got it it's like a turtle beach xbox one whatever it is but of course when i come to um 
I'm driving back the way home today, and I thought, I can swear it's only got the one input thing on the end of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whereas on PC, you obviously need both, don't you? You need, you, you need the mic bit and the the headset bit as well. So I don't quite know how this is meant to work on PC. Well, basically, it doesn't. So just before recording, I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. Do you know what I mean? But then I thought, well, that's all right. It's, it works on the Xbox fine, I thought. Um, so I just thought, well, try it on the Xbox. So it seems to be working okay, but... Did you lose me for a long, long, long time, or no? It's like a, a couple of seconds. That's all. Yeah. Ah. Uh, okay. Ah. Uh, right. Fair enough. See, I was thinking it always adds to the charm. You know, these little things, these little hitches, yeah. rather than being a you know professional podcast when we cut out the ums and errs and yeah, yeah, sing, single single track recording and all that bullshit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, all that bollocks. Um. Yeah. So so there you go. So so it sounds like you've been having fun over the past few months. Really have, mate. It's been amazing. Good. Absolutely amazing. Good. Yeah. She what about you? Is she into video huh? games before? Right, here we are. Um, she's quite a girly, girly thing, which is really funny because I sort of say, it, it's really weird. She's like 27 years old, but she's kind of like an old person in a 27-year-old's body. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because she's quite te- technology. She sounds quite similar to your wife, actually, I think, because technology-wise, not massive on, do you know what I mean? Not hugely on it and... Um, but she used to play games back in the day, like, just, just starting to understand what I do, like, in the podcast. And when she saw my collection and stuff, she's like, what the fuck? She sort of kind of thought it was a bit weird, but it's, you know, it's a passion, isn't it? And that sort of thing. So when we get to talking about what we've been playing and stuff, there's actually a game that we've been playing together, which is which I've never, ever really done, whoever I've been with. So that's a huge thing, because it was a game that she used to play back in the day. Right? Candy Crush. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Farmville, you know. <laughs> but no, and it's that's been awesome sitting up and actually sitting next to someone, you know, like your, your missus and that, and playing games. I mean, there's nothing better than that. It really isn't. It's that just is fantastic. Good. Good. Yeah, but she's not massively into games. But at the same time, when you find the game, she'll sit down and play it with you, which I've never had anything like that. So yeah, it's amazing. Because you yeah. do that as well, don't you, Adam? Yeah. Yeah, I've got a couple of games on the on the things I've been playing, which we yeah I played Rebecca. So, yeah, it's good. It's it is nice having someone who likes who likes the, I don't say hobby, the passion as well for it. So yeah, yeah. It's good. Yeah, I hate you both quite a lot, right? Now, <laughs> I have to say, um, for me, honestly, honestly, Stabby, there's nothing better than playing you know Wipeout whilst being sucked off by your missus. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can well imagine um, me it, well yeah I mean it's kind of I replaced my Monday night with uh, an extra game of football so I've just been doing a lot more sort of like running and fitness and all that kind of bollocks um, but th- I suppose that, that well I'll talk I did mention very briefly my sort of sex life and stuff like that because as you mentioned Ben you know when you're married it's difficult especially when you've got little children running around and things yep. like that because you either have to wait till they're asleep um, which is difficult because especially when one of them doesn't sleep um, or doesn't want to get to bed. You'll know what I'm talking about, Ben. And, yeah. then, uh, and then it's kind of, by the time that happens, you're both fucking tired anyway, so you just say, I can't be bothered with any of this. Anyway, I thought, I'm going to flip this on its head a little bit and I'm going to turn this round. And instead of waiting for them to disappear... You do it what... in front of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sort of, I thought, well, you know, when I sort of like, moved in with Kay and like her mum and dad were in the house and like sometimes we'd sneak around the house, you know, and uh, and everything. I'm thinking, maybe we could turn this round into into like, you know, our advantage a little bit. Um, and so... I did that the other day, and I tell you what, 
it's not half bad. It's all right, actually. It's sort of like, because, you, you know, me being me, I'm thinking, you know, you've got to go through all the motions and, and you know, <laughs> last a, a while because you want it to sort of like... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't know what you were talking about. You know, and, you, and you've got to sort of like do all the foreplay and all this, that and the other and all that bollocks. But I'm thinking, you know, it's just as exciting to have a, a nice quickie, isn't it, sometimes? Oh, God, <laughs> all the time in my case. <laughs> <laughs> so, Obviously, that's brilliant. And especially when, like, you know, the, the fear of being caught. I mean, the, that is quite a big fear, to be fair, having a little five-year-old kind of pop her head around the corner going, Daddy, what's those? <laughs> <laughs> or going into, going into school and, like, drawing a picture of what happened over the weekend. Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, you just imagine it's sort of like when you watch Law and Order Special Victims Unit and there's sort of like the little girl or little kids writing, a, uh, you know, or drawing a picture of how they were assaulted. Um, but, you, but you know what I mean? <laughs> She'll, she'll start drawing pictures like that at school. So, oh, why was mommy crying out? You know, and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> Not the that. <laughs> Is it like while she's having a poo? <laughs> no, no, because she. You have to have a conversation with my daughter while she's having a poo. Uh, for some Are you reason, say you have a conversation. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you were talking about you and your missus while she's having a poo. Nope. No. <laughs> 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 Now. No, I, I just wank myself off. Yeah, I wank myself off while she's having a poo. To be fair, <laughs> while she's while I'm watching having a poo. Um, actually, did, I, did, I did know somebody who did that, and I thought it was fucking weird at the time. Just, like he'd, he'd jerk himself off while he's watching his missus have a shit. <laughs> Bit strange. Well, well, that. That's scat porn, isn't it? All that sort yeah. of shit. No. Oh, okay. yeah. Anyway, um, so the the, the big the, the big thing for me, I think, is, is that um, I've pretty much come off Twitter. Um, mm. So I, I don't know. I, I think what it was was. Um, I didn't really use Twitter very often, I must admit, anyway. I was kind of using it less and less as, as time went on. Uh, and I don't hate Twitter. You know, I've got a lot to thank for it. You know, I wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't for Twitter because, you know, going back all those years, you know, talk, being on Twitter and you talk and I ended up getting to know you and then Adam and doing the podcast, you know. So there's a lot to say and there's a nice little group of people and friends that you talk to and and that's great and everything else. But then as time's gone on, I just, I don't know if it's because I'm, I'm getting older or because uh, I just have don't have as much time. But I think I, the, the catalyst was I watched... Uh, an episode of Black Mirror, um, and it stars Bryce Dallas Howard. Have you? Have you oh, I know the one. Yeah. Have, have you seen this one, Ben? Or, or... Uh, no, I've, I, I've. It depends where it was. I can't remember. I've only seen probably the first four episodes. Something like that. Okay, I won't spoil it then. But basically, yeah. it's set, set in the near future, as a lot of them are, and uh, they've all got these retina things where you can see how popular somebody is. Uh, based on just looking at them and what their social and, and that their popularity is all linked to their sort of like um, social media and everything. So if they post a picture of a, a cake and ten or twenty people like it, which is what happens on fucking mm. Twitter, then that then boosts their social standing and gives and opens doors for them to sort of like you know better things in life like uh, a better hire car or a better house all that kind of stuff it's a really mm. cool episode you know it's like like a lot of Black Mirror episodes very sort of um, cutting way of looking at sort of things that are happening now and everything else and I just it, it occurred to me and I, t- I thought to myself a few days after watching that Twitter's a bit shit really isn't it and yeah and I just think no and, and I thought I'll, do, I'll, I'll have a test I'll have an experiment I'll take the app off my phone. 
and I'll see if I miss it. And I'll because you know, and I, I, I was I was getting to the point. I mean, my wife has has had a go at me over the years because, like, you know, especially when we were doing the podcast, because I'd always be mm. tweeting stuff out and whatever. And I'd end I wouldn't be having a proper conversation with her because I'd I'd end up be, being distracted or looking at my phone doing something else. Or you know, I wouldn't be watching my kids playing, or and and, and mm. it's just things like that. When you think how important is actually all that kind of stuff, all that kind of social uh, media presence on Twitter, is it really that important for me to get involved with an argument with somebody about mm. how fucking good Super Mario is compared to Sonic the Hedgehog? Do you know what I mean? It's something stupid yeah. like that, and so. I decided I'm going to delete the app and see if it makes me if I'm any more productive or if I'm happier and just see what happens. And I tell you what, within a week, I actually realised how fucking happier, happier I was not mm. not having it on my phone. Now I'm not totally off it. When I'm on my PC, I'll I've got the the Twitter app, so I'll have a look. And the thing is, with when I had it before, I'd I'd only I mean even though I've got like two thousand followers, I'm fucking mm. I, you know what I mean? They're not real or whatever. Um, I'd create a list of like people such as yourselves, and it'd be about like, twenty, thirty people who I'd sort of like look at just what they're up to, or you know, yeah. And it just became a point where, or I'd, or I'd even look at like say Brazzers and just see what the porn video is of the day. You know what I mean? It just I, w- yeah. I wouldn't be looking at it for anything particularly important and whatever. And also, I wouldn't be sort of looking at people's shit. Now we all have shit, and I know it's, I'm not being horrible by saying this. But then posting stuff on Twitter, and then I'm kind of feeling a bit depressed by a lot of it, or yeah. it's affecting me men- my, my mental health. You know, don't be getting all serious or whatever. But it would, and it might. The thing as well, and this is going to be a little insight into me about sometimes I can be a bitter little bastard, is that you know I write reviews for video games. I do little videos now and everything else, and I do it for fun. I do it as a, as, as you know something for me. Uh, but obviously, it gets posted on Twitter. And occasionally I'll get a retweet, you know what I mean? I'm not doing it for that purpose whatsoever. But there's a site, and it's called... I'm not going to go at them, but I'm just mentioning them, right? Because it would make me... It would make me jealous, basically, or upset. There's a site called Games You Loved. Now, they they basically just kind of like... It's all retro-related, and I'm sure a lot of work goes into that site and everything else. And there are some reviews and everything else of video games, whatever. But all they had to do was say... Sonic the Hedgehog's been out today. It's been 25 years since Sonic the Hedgehog, Hedgehog was released, whatever. They'd tweet a picture out, and about 100 people would retweet it. I'm thinking, hang on a sec. That took two seconds to do. And it's it's winding me up thinking, I've, yeah, spent, yeah. I've spent a bit of time here writing a review. Again, not looking for adoration or praise. But at the same time, I've spent some time here doing this. And maybe mm. one or two people sort of retweet it, which, which again, is fine. But I'm thinking, that kind of stuff would annoy me and and it just kind of thought that's another reason to come off it because i was either getting fed up with stuff or i was just getting it drawn into bullshit i was looking at stuff thinking oh god life's really fucking depressing isn't it you know what i mean but now i'm looking at stuff i'm actually engaging in conversations with my family and people i'm not sort of looking at my phone all the time I am doing a bit more stuff. I just generally feel a lot happier for it. So yeah, yeah. I know you're not on Twitter very often, either of you. So hardly at all. No. I've kind of I've kind of done the same as you, but without deleting it. Right. I mean, I've done 
I've done it before. Um, I've had the same thing. You know, I've literally had that whole... I've come off Twitter before in some sort of rage because of looking at all the bullshit that people talk. I think Facebook's really bad for it as well. Mm. I've got to be honest. I've got Facebook on my phone, but I really just don't engage hardly at all, hardly ever. It's just not my thing because people generally piss me off. People, you know, people put these statuses up like, oh, it's just everything's so terrible, dot, dot, dot. Right. And it's like, well, th- that there in itself is what is that for? Other than the fact of someone to then turn around and say to you, what's up, hun? Yeah, kiss, kiss. I'm here for you. Yeah, right, yeah. right. And then they don't even fucking respond to it. So it's like, A, you're a needy fuck. And B, you don't even want the help anyway if it's been offered. Do you know what I mean? So th- that can piss me off. So it's quite nice to go through. We lost me again. Did no, no, I'm listening. I'm listening. No, no, I'm yeah, and no, I'm just saying it, it, it's, it's, it's nice to... It's, it's nice I've got to the stage now where that, th- these things are still on my phone, but I actually rarely go on it. Mm. I've kind of beaten it See, in a way. That, you know? That's more impressive than look, t- to, the, to like me coming off it in that respect. Because like, I, if I left it on my phone, the temptation would be there yeah. to look at it. So knowing that you've got it there, but you've actually choose not to look at it. Uh, well, it's fair, amazing. Fair play. You know, that's... And the only reason I know I'm doing that, I literally, I tell you what I have done, I take them off my main page, like on the, on the, on the actual phone itself. So then it's not like a quick button. I can't quit. I have to go into a folder. So if you do that for starters, it's, and that might sound ridiculous, but it's one extra fucking it, click. It's, right? putting, it's putting a barrier in front of you. Yeah, yeah. it totally is. And what, what's great about it is that I, I also have it where I, I don't really have any notifications come up. Yeah. So it doesn't even remind me. And also, just, just I know it's worked because I'll go, I, I forget about Twitter. I forget I've got it. And then all of a sudden I click on it and, and, I, and I then see some bullshit pissed up message i put on about four days before right when i'm going off on one and i thought i've forgotten about that it's been great and i've got these replies and i just ignore them pretty much it's great to be in that position of where i I kind of use twitter now for what it was meant to be originally it's to just put out whatever you want and not really engage in conversation twitter was never really about a conversation really i think it was a more of a rhetorical thing twitter back in the day you know so but yeah it's been great the other thing as well sorry i'll come to you in a second Adam, is that mm-hmm. I, the other reason why i decided to come off it was because i've had arguments with people in the past and they've either blocked me mm-hmm. or i've blocked them but because we had two twitter accounts obviously we had my own and we had the same coin one they probably had well they hadn't blocked the same coin one so i'd be going into that account to look to the, to see <laughs> what the person i've blocked has been saying just in case they would be saying yeah. some shit about me, and and that, and that's the point where I thought, you know what, this is too much now, and and so that's it. I've kind of, like I said, I don't look at it. I only look at the only things I look at now are the sixty minutes with websites. So yeah, just retweet stuff, and that's <laughs> that's it. Sorry, just quickly, I think what I was about to say there as well. The only thing it is good for is like when you when you have got a podcast or whatever. It's quite handy to send out links and that sort of thing. Exactly. It's pretty cool for that. Yeah, you know. And like you said, I think that's what it was mainly intended for. But yeah. You know, so, but uh, Adam, you're not on it very often, are you? You know. No, I, I, I think I put a tweet out earlier on, but I think that might be the first one I put out since we stopped the same coin. Um, I didn't look on it for ages, and I don't know what. I think they did an update or something. I looked on it, and I didn't recognise half the people who were on the front. But I ain't got a clue. Most of the people are on there now. Who is giving me? their news and it, it's for me it's just full of people streaming which i'm not into so i don't care generally and it is just people looking to validate their own existence which is why yeah. i which is why i stopped facebook about six years ago because you know if you've got an opinion put an opinion down or a statement whatever but 
no people fishing for comments like they can't yeah. move without someone saying they're wonderful. It's like, yeah, it's not for me, not for me. And it's the same old shit, isn't it? When you get the people who one day are literally like, it's the best day ever. Right, yeah. it's literally like oh, my life is so wonderful. Literally, in half an hour's time, yeah. I'm so depressed. I want to kill myself. It's yeah. like, what the fuck? You know, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Crazy. So that, that's the biggest change I've made in my life, and and, and, and for but, the the benefit of you know positive, I should say. It's, uh, but there you go. And and, and that for the point of all that was to say, actually, Charlie Brooker blows my mind. How, how incredible he is, but because a lot of those shows pretty much do mirror a kind of sinister side of what's going on in the real world, you know? It's pretty amazing. Yeah. The, the, um, the definitely, oh, oh, that's some, one thing I did, I, I have watched, not all of them yet, but I, I started getting back into Black Mirror, and uh, yeah, mm. there's just some really dark shit on there. You know, it's a, it's a fantastic show. Movie quality, yeah. the, the way it's made, you know what I mean? It's uh, it's absolutely superb. Um, speaking of, of movies and TV, before we move on, have, has anybody mm. watched anything over the past five months that they just want to bring up and think is amazing? Well, I, I certainly want to bring something up, but I can't say they're amazing, if that's all right. Okay. It's just, or if it's shit. In fact, if it's all, all well, in fact, yeah. well, in fact the, the first one's amazing, because that's another thing we're doing, like, with, with calling my girlfriend and that, the, the fact that we are like, watching TV together, which I fall asleep to a lot of the time, but right, but we have actually, like, watched a lot of stuff, films here now, finally got... <laughs> finally got... <laughs> finally got to um, watch The Officer and Gentleman, because it's, it's actually, like, one of my favourite films oh, you big fucking girl it is and I'm like yeah that'd be me one day coming in coming into your factory which don't work in a factory by the way but you know what I mean in my fucking navy uniform but no it's um, yeah this sort of thing but we, we actually went within the first couple of weeks of when we got together we went to the cinema and I've been to the cinema twice this year that's two times more than I've probably done in the last ten years do you know what I mean it's crazy doing different shit and being quite surprised at enjoying it but unfortunately the movies haven't been up to scratch if oh. i'm honest the first one which we saw was um it was like liam neeson's latest one i'm a fucking huge fan of liam neeson which courtney thought was called liam nielsen for some reason but i see quicker on that but that's fucking hilarious but it was this great in principle that was in fact it's that it got so ridiculous, which I know it's an action film in that, but it's all based on a train where he's sort of some sort of plot to... It's that bad, I actually can't think what the fucking plot is, but there was that one. But at the same time, I was having my fingers bit and then my cock touched in the back seat of that. So, <laughs> in the back thing, right? So it's pretty cool. I couldn't really concentrate, but we both came out of that film sort of thinking... It, it was a really cool concept up until the last 15 minutes, right? Mm. That was then. Right, we went a couple of weeks ago to see A Quiet Place. Oh, I've heard this is pretty good. I've heard that. Uh, now, this is frustrating me because I keep seeing people say how wonderful it is, and I genuinely really didn't get on with it. And, I, and I'm not saying it's crap, but... It's uh, who's in it? Is it uh, Emily Blunt, isn't it? And the dude from the um, U.S. office, Jim Krasatsky, whatever his fucking name is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, who played Jim in the? Uh, no, no, his name is Jim. <laughs> no, I'll say no. Whatever his name is, right? But he played Jim in the office, yeah, the U.S. office. And the whole. Uh, have you guys seen it at all? Have you been to see it? Or, uh, uh, no. Yeah. Um, th- uh, without spoiling it, the concept is there are these monsters in this world, a post-apocalyptic world, um, and they are the only family who has survived in the. Who's gone again? <laughs> I was getting into that as well. 
Ben. Make attention to these particular monsters, which is all fine. <laughs> what? He's you back dis- again. Disappeared for like a second. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake! But the funny is thing it is, happening lots. No, no, it's fine. No, the, no. the funny thing was, you just literally carried on from where you finished. But go on, go on. So go on. These monsters um, post-apocalyptic world. Post-apocalyptic world, um, kind of. Um, without spoiling it and such, but it, it, it's all based around sound, all right, and not yeah. making a sound, yeah. all right, which is fine in concept, but it's just, I know, again, it's just a fucking horror film of sorts, or, um, you know, a thrillerish type film, but there were elements of this movie, right, by the end of it, it was so ridiculous, like, so ridiculous, and, and, and I can't say anything about it, because it will spoil it, but we kind of came out of it, both looking at each other, going, what a pile of shit, because it's ultimately ridiculous, the fact that there is this one family left. Just, just go, yeah, you have to go and watch it. Mm. Because the whole concept, again, sounds pretty cool, doesn't it? You know, as a concept. But it, man, I, I, I couldn't get on with it at all. Couldn't get on with it at all. But again, cock, cock in the pack of popcorn. <laughs> cock in the, in the pack, pack of popcorn. <laughs> the tricks. <laughs> it's way good. <laughs> Yeah. Do you think Liam Neeson, he tends to make Spicy. a lot of the same type of films? Because like, what you're describing, it sounds like that film where he's on a plane as well. Was that called Nonstop? Where there's something happening on a plane and he's, Non-stop. Got, he's got to discover a kill. I really like that one. And then there's there's the one where, yeah, obviously that... they're taken movies. Then there's the one where he's, uh, is he a doctor or something? And then he gets uh, drugged up and he doesn't know where he is and there's a double mm. going around or something. Yeah, it's called... Yeah, I think that was called The Unknown. I think that one's called, if, yeah. if, if, I, if I recall. But, yeah, he does, but I really like Liam Neeson. He's like, I mean, Taken's one of my favourite films. I've probably seen it 50 times, literally. You know, it's just one of my... It's one of those go-to films. In fact, the other two aren't as bad as I thought they were. But, yeah, he does do these similar type films. He's the action dude later in his life kind of thing, you know? Mm. Um, it's a bit like... Although, I, again, I think like, I'm really... Ex- <laughs> <laughs> Just fill the blanks. Just you know, I mean, you say, I'm really excited for. Yeah. for seeing his ass wide open, so I can push my cock in it. <laughs> oh, the Barbie movie. Um... It, Hello. Hello, Ben. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, until he returns and joins us again, um, I, I, Adam, I, I watched mm. a, a film the other night which I thought was so great. It was, um, and I'd heard it was good, but um, I didn't expect it to be as good as it was. And it's called Hunt for the Wilder People. Have, have you uh, I've it? got that. Oh, I've got that on my watch list it's, on Netflix. It's on Netflix. It's fantastic. Mm. Stars <clears throat> Sam Neill. It's set in New Zealand. It's by the director whose name I can't pronounce. Who did that- the that's the one it was in yeah. who did the uh the latest thor movie yeah uh and uh yeah it's it's so great sam neil is fantastic it's basically a little delinquent boy goes to live in the the, the um the bush um with a, a, a new foster family and um sam neil's the sort of stepdad if you want to call him foster dad and uh, yeah, it's it's just about their relationship. Shit, some shit happens, and then they go off together in the bush, and they have to learn to like each other. It's it's a really heartwarming and funny film, and I laughed out loud a lot. And it was it was just great, you know what I mean? And it makes New Zealand. I mean, New Zealand, uh, by all accounts, is a beautiful place anyway. Yeah. But it makes New Zealand look it, it's stunning. You know, I think obviously the Lord of the Rings films kind of helped sell tourism a little bit with for those films but um for, sorry for new zealand but 
yeah, uh, Hunt for the Wilder People is brilliant. Really, really great. No, that, that's in my watch list, that. Ben, are you back? Mm-hmm. Uh, that answers that question. Um, <laughs> so, uh, go on, Adam, while I try and oh, see yeah, what the uh, fuck's going on with him. Let's let's see, go on. What, what else? Have you got anything that you've been <clears throat> watching? Yeah, we we went to the cinema to watch uh, been twice recently, which is, is quite rare. Um, went and saw The Shape of Water. Which was Guillermo del yes Guillermo del Toro sort of well if you want to be really picky about it it's a bit like a remake of Splash <clears throat> but it's not it's a it's a really really good film it's a beautiful film mm. um, about a woman who falls in love with a with a uh, merman for want of a better description is it yes uh, yeah she's deaf so oh, no she's not deaf she's uh, mute so she can't speak. Mm. So they have a communication problem, and I'm, my voice is going. One second. <laughs> That's better. Yeah. Um, no, it's a beautiful film. It's one of those though, because you always worry about uh, Del Toro. You think, oh crap, he's not going to make any money because I think this is the this is like the almost like the first film he's made just in pretty much English. One is like fairy like his fairy tale type films. Yeah, like Pan's yeah. Although I didn't see uh, Crimson Peak, whatever it was called. Oh, yeah, yeah. I heard that's good. But, yeah, but if yeah, it, yeah, it belongs with uh, like Devil's Backbone and Pan's Labyrinth, that kind of film. Mm. But then I found out the the whole thing was made for like seventeen million, mm. and I was like, Jesus, because it is a beautiful film. Very the the aesthetic at the start is, um, or a lot of it is very sort of Bioshocky. Really? Uh, mm. Yeah, it's it's a really pretty film and. Yeah, really good. Uh, and then we also saw Black Panther eventually. Oh, is that any good? I've heard it's good. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Because I, um, the Marvel films, I'm, I'm not getting bored of them, but it's it's very clear now there's ones that are, you know, they put a lot more behind than others. Yes. Um, it's always a struggle at the moment to go, I, I know they're introducing new people, so you need like an origin film, but the origin films always, always feel really small in comparison. And like uh, I saw stuff like Doctor Strange, which I thought was okay, but it's so they've got such a template for half the films now. It's like that's another one of those, and it's you can sort of come out of it thinking, eh. but there, there, well, there is something different about Black Panther. It was really, really good. Mm. Uh, so yeah, I'm, 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 I'll go and watch the the new one when it comes out as well. Because fuck me, I've watched eighteen films. Yeah, see that, that's I as well. Uh, watch the what the whole thing was supposed to be building towards. Yeah, that that's the thing, see, because I haven't watched Black Panther, I haven't watched Thor, the late, the latest one. Mm. Um, I'm sure there was another one I've missed as well. So, oh, Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy two, I haven't watched any of those. So I'm kind of, I want to watch uh, Infinity War, but I'm reluctant to it as, at the same time because is the stuff that I'm not going to get, and that's the whole thing with these movies. They expect people to have seen every single film that they've yeah. made, and I'm like, well. Yeah, that's great in in its concept, but not necessarily, you know. Yeah, I mean they're not a bad three to see. I mean, all of those three are good in separate ways. Um, it's probably the strongest run of films they've had for quite a while. Yeah. Um, Thor's good, but it's it's more of a comedy than you'd expect it to be. Uh, Black Panther's really good. Um, the closest in tone, I suppose, to Black Panther would be it's more akin to the like of say Winter Soldier. So it's a bit more serious. Ah, okay, right. Gotcha. So, uh, th- yeah. That's actually the ones I prefer overall. Guardians of the Galaxy 2 is good. 
Um, it's got Kurt Russell in it, which is always a bonus. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. But I liked it more than the first one when I first saw it, but on second viewing, I still think possibly I prefer the first one. But it's good. It is good. But the problem with Guardians of the Galaxy is that seemed to influence a lot of their films after that, mm. that you get them all trying to be... Everyone's a bit of a smart-ass. Everyone's a bit... You know, it's a bit too much comedy in some of them, and I was glad that Black Panther went back to more of their Winter Soldier sort of semi-serious thing. Mm. Um, I think that's that's the best way best way to go, to be honest. Well, there's no sign of it stopping, because, I mean, Black Panther did amazingly well, and uh, mm. it looks like Infinity War is going to do incredible as well. So. Oh, make an absolute bucket, won't it? Yeah. Um, so, have you got anything else before we move on? It looks like Ben is updating. Uh, he's at a reboot and he's updating. So Fucking hell. Some things never change. Uh, yeah, eight gig patch for Skype on Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear oh dear well so yeah well we, we did the first we've done the first part of the show so yeah. at least we've got something hopefully if it's recording which it says it is uh but what the quality of the recording because we haven't tested this uh will will hopefully That's be true. okay um but anyway uh unless you've got anything else you want to add um no i mean i've watched some other bits and bobs but nah nothing nothing major i don't think okay well we'll be back with that good old traditional section of what we've been playing. Yeah. See you in a minute. Yes. My dad's gone. My best friend has left me. Hey, Mom. You wanted to talk? And home life is a joke. David's a good man. Dad was a good man. Your mother. She's hurting, Chloe. You're not my father. Sometimes all I want to do is shut my eyes and tell the world to go to hell. Am I wrong to think like that? Oh, good. You're here. Chloe Price. Rachel Amber. Oh, shit. That can't be the same girl from last night. Hey, dickhead! Last night was amazing. Come on, hurry up! There's more to experience out there than just Arcadia Bay. Don't be surprised if one day I'm just out of here. Sometimes when you meet someone who's going to change your life, you just know it, I guess. Let's do something fun. Fuck yes. Rachel, run! What the hell? Next time, mind your own business. Calm down. Walk away. Whatever's going on between us is special. You can't leave! Why not? Because I don't want to ruin this the way I ruin everything else in my life. What's going to happen now? No fucking idea. But one thing I'm sure of, it all began when I met her. Okay, welcome back to that good old tried and tested section of what we've been playing adam i'm going to pick on you first seeing as you Marvelous. are the a of the show yeah so, so let's see the a-hole i like that sorry <laughs> the <of> of gaming <laughs> that's it so go on what have you been the up dried to? sphincter of gaming right <laughs> well you i've are... got a few go on, to well, be honest. well go on then what's the highlights what have, we, what have you been up to what do you mean what are the highlights i'm gonna go through them in a controlled <laughs> manner you're going to get the whole fucking lot. All right, then. Fuck you know, well, yeah, fucking hell. No, you this could... time next month, there'll probably be one game, so you know, <laughs> enjoy it while it's there. Well, no no wonder you've been, you couldn't 
say anything about what you've been doing the last five months. You've been too busy yeah. playing fucking games, haven't you? By the sound of it. Don't, don't worry, I balance it off. I've been playing fuck all. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you've just been playing the banjo. Yeah. You've got. Mm. Oh, I was going to say. No, that doesn't work. I was going to say flick, flicking the bean, but that's not, <laughs> not really an instrument, is it, to be honest? <laughs> so, you, you've been playing Dr. Robotnik's mean bean flicking machine. <laughs> Very good. Um, but, well, actually, no, Ben, you have got a nice piece of uh, hardware, which I want to hear about later on. So. Well, actually, yeah, that's cool. I've got four items, but I can only speak about one because I haven't bothered turning on the other three. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> well, go on then, Adam. Keep right, us I'll... off. Okay, um, I'll start off. Here. I I started and finished uh, Life is Strange before the storm. Oh, mm. uh, you've played the first one, haven't you, Mister Jellyman? Yes, I finished it. Yes, yes, yes. Did you ever play any Ben? I played the first episode of the first mm. one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, before the storm is a prequel set before the first game because that's what a prequel is. And uh, you look, I saw you speak about this on our last. Yeah, but you see, I, I'd only played episode one. Whereas oh, okay, now I've, I've played the, the the final two episodes of that, and also the bonus episode as well because I bought the special edition. Mm. Um, yeah, that's fucking brilliant. Is it? It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's. Um, I think I said before. Well, when people might not know, but I said before that it, despite the fact that it removed the time travel spoiler from. Um, the first the first series. <laughs> I'm glad you clarified that. Yeah. <laughs> Although it didn't have that, and it was just, even though you knew where the story was going to end, it's always hard to tell a story when you know what the ending is because it's obviously a prequel set beforehand. The whole thing is still incredible. Uh, it's so well written, so well acted. It, it gives you the feels. You, know, you get all emotional mm-hmm. when, you're, when you're playing it. It's, it's a thoroughly, thoroughly good so um, it, it, is, is, there, is there no gimmick on this one then, like the rewind thing, whatever it is? There's this. The, the, well, the, they started off with one. It's like an arguing mechanic where because Chloe's <laughs> a bit been married, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> but because Chloe's a bit of a smart mouth, she's supposed to be good at arguing. So they have these little sections where you argue and you can sort of pummel people into submission verbally to get what you want. That didn't prove popular. Um, I think out of all the things they tried with it and people told them it weren't no good, so pretty much it disappears as the series goes on. So it just tells a straight story and that story is really good, even though you know the outcome. It's excellent. And it it's <clears throat> the last the last episode, even though you can kind of see where it's going, if you know the story of the first first series, even though you know it, it lands with such a massive gut punch at the end. Mm. It, it, it's a really phenomenal job. And then the bonus episode, which goes back even further and brings Max from the first series back in and Chloe when they were about 11, that that too manages to hit you with a massive gut punch of the story, even though you know it's going to happen. It's really good series and, you know, it's so much better than, I suppose, Telltale have been doing these kind of games for years, but so much better than anything Telltale have done for such a long time. Hello, he's gone again. Hello. No, no, for fuck's sake. Listen, listen. This key's dying off. Anyway, what I'm going to do is, if I do disappear, just pretend I haven't. Because I, don't, <laughs> <laughs> because I actually just managed to join again. Yeah. Did, so, yeah. Well, what yeah. about if uh, if you're talking midway, so should one of us jump in and pretend to be you? 
<laughs> yeah, go for it. Yeah, I think we need to get. I need to somehow by next month uh, get back on the PC Skype by the looks of things. Okay. Well, well. Anyway, yeah, yeah. I didn't notice that yeah. you're gone. So, but uh, it's just interesting. <laughs> um, so, because this wasn't by Don't Nod, was it? It was. No, that's that's the weird thing. It was people by... worried that it was going to be a bit of a cash in shitty thing, and also yeah. didn't one of the voice actors different as well? Can you tell that, or did it make any difference? Well, I didn't think you could, to be honest, because there was, you know, there's like a year, but well, six months between, or eight months or whatever between when I played the last episode of um, Life is Strange and the first episode of Before the Storm. End of the day, it's just a voice. <laughs> I, I, could, I, I couldn't recognise any difference. There's only when I went back and I reloaded up the first series, and I thought, oh, Christ, their voice is quite a bit different. Mm. But I didn't notice, because they've, they've written the character exactly the same, but slightly different because she's younger, and she grows into the character you meet in the first series um yeah, it, yeah nothing seemed off and the fact that they they managed to write the characters so well when it wasn't the same team i'm i'm assuming don't not had some they must have had some fingers in the pie somewhere along the line to sort of um clear things for whatever but no it's, it's just really really well done it, it, i think the only, only time you would know is if it's a famous person i suppose yeah yeah. yeah but no, recommend it. I know you. You didn't. Did I can't remember. You didn't like it too much, did you? The the life is strange. No, no, it was, was in my top ten. Um, oh, was it? Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> no, I was listening well that day. No, no, no it, it was in. But it was one of those that because. I don't want to call it cliched or anything like that, but because, like, you know, similarities, shall we say, or homages to things like uh, Donnie Darko, and there was mm. something else that came to mind at the time, and you're thinking, you, you, you can kind of, there was the butterfly effect and things like that, wasn't there, you know? Because obviously, there's a butterfly in the, when it, you're making, yeah. uh, uh, you know, stru- um, serious choices and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, I probably wasn't as blown away by, I don't know why, I just sort of, but it was very good. It's very well made. You know, I, I love the sort of like the music in it and the tone. And I think the first episode out of all of them was possibly for me the weakest in some ways. Yeah. Because no, it, that so. that was kind of <clears throat> it. It lent very heavily on the sort of like a lot of the you know the hella good and speak and then the way that people, it all seemed a little bit too kind of cliched and clunky. But then yeah. it got better as it went on. Um, but no, no, I, I'm curious to see um, how, how this goes. How many episodes? Is it three episodes? Yeah, there's, there's only yeah, there's three episodes and the, the the bonus one, which only probably lasts about an hour and a half. But yeah. I suppose this hasn't got any. I mean, they tried that gimmick, but it hasn't got any gimmicks to fall back on. So it only has its characters. Okay. Okay. And to take them further back in time, and you know, there are certain characters who you might have thought were wankers in the first series, but it it doesn't they're more sympathetic or more understandable through playing the prequel so it does sorry can you make can can you make changes to the story then um no because the end that's the thing the end is the end of this game because it obviously has to run into exactly where the first series or pretty much exactly where the first series starts off so where's the game element on this particular thing The, the game element is literally playing through the story there are still choices you have to make um Like in Life is Strange, there are these big choices that change the game. So you can change, I suppose, the route through the game, but the start point and the end point are set. As right, so, but, uh, so, it, so is it worth replaying then? Do, it, can you actually replay um, chapters and stuff to, to make it different? How different? I don't know, because I just... I mean, much like Life is Strange, I didn't really go back and play that again. I played that 
it's this weird thing. Like with, I love games with choices in them, but it doesn't necessarily mean I go back and play them in a different way to get a different yeah, choice. Yeah, because I, I can't remember, because I only played the first episode of the mm. Life is Strange. Did, did it have that whole percentage bullshit thing going on? Yeah, it does It does, It does. does that at the end. And there's, there's a yeah. few that I made different uh, than others, but generally, you know, I, I pretty much seem to be with, with the masses on it. But I don't know. I think this could be better because... I was sceptical about it beforehand, and I don't think anyone had any... Um, Preconceptions uh, of it. Yes, the one, for this game, <laughs> that it would be any good. <laughs> but, 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 yeah. uh, but a cynical person could kind of say you're just playing a visual no- novel then, is that right? Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, the gameplay, I suppose, is walking around, talking to people, there's the odd puzzle, there's the odd bit which is really gamey, like find a three things oh, okay. to fix a car but you know it, it doesn't matter they, they just tell the story really really well really really well it's um yeah surprisingly good I, I'd, I'd heartily recommend it. if you like the first first series then yeah this nails it and i said it mani- considering you know the story ahead of this game the fact that it manages to land some really strong emotional beats mm. is is quite impressive uh, bi- biggest question I have is: there any lesbian stuff in there? Which is <laughs> better? Well, well, well there, that may be one of the choices. Ooh, what you get I, to I, lick a bit I, of the mint? I'm not talking. You know, <laughs> don't get me wrong. There is no greasy fisting going on, but you do get to make a, <laughs> you do get to make a choice whether you uh, partake in a bit of lesbos. Ooh. <laughs> As if the answer's going to be no. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you know. So did, at the end of the game, uh, you know, when it, that, that that was choice was popped up, how many people chose? I bet it was a hundred percent yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, there, there, there was um, there was some people who chose not to um, go the lesbian route. <laughs> Fuck you know. I mean, I don't know what's wrong with them, but there you go. Oh dear. <laughs> what les- lesbians or? <laughs> <laughs> Well, they're fine, unless they're ugly. I fucking love them. <laughs> yeah, looks like the ones on my porn videos. I'm actually... <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, dear. <laughs> Go on, then. What else you got, then, Adam? Um, <clears throat> I went back to... Um, what's it fucking called? What's that Mario game that came out called? Mario Odyssey. Odyssey, yeah. Odyssey, yeah. Yeah. I went back and did. Uh, finally got round to doing the... Uh, 500 moon bit of either of you how far did either of you two get in that game you got way past I did I mean I'm yeah. I literally did the credits and they went back in for a couple of levels so I think I probably got what is it about 200 is it or something like that I don't know yeah. I still yeah. haven't finished it I, I'm, oh. I'm such a bad person I know. it's one of those ones you just dip in and out though it's, yeah it's you not can like, yeah. yeah it's just not like you have to be concentrating on the storyline that sort of thing you know so it's um yeah, it's, it's good. Yeah, because I think that the you, yeah you get the credits and then the game opens up for you. Um, yeah, and then when you get your five hundred moons, there's a there's a section at the end which is almost like a big it's a big challenge basically. And mm. last time I played it, which would be back in December, I mean it. Oh fuck me, it's driving me mental because it's 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 a lot harder than any other any other anything else in the game. Yeah, uh, and I thought fuck it, I'll go back and try it, and it it, it still took me probably another. 40 attempts but, there's a fine line to actually start hating a game isn't there i think that's why i quite like just doing the credit sections on lots of games yeah. well i say lots one or two a year but it's like <laughs> but, but there is you can kind of um 
ruin a game a little bit if you try and I, do I that. I never hated it. I never hated it because it, it just does, does that thing where you know it's you that fucked up, um, mm-hmm. basically. And it's just to keep you concentrated because it it's a section that will take you probably 15, 16 minutes. And if you die, you're going all the way back to the start, basically. Yeah. And it is your own concentration that will get you every time. It's it's because the game's so well polished. It's never It's never a mechanic that's fucked up. It's never a glitch or anything like that. It's just you. You've got it yeah. wrong. So, yeah, I just had to sort of just flay myself across the back with some some whips just to uh, get myself doing the right thing <laughs> to do it and eventually did it and then it's just like get in now i yeah. i know you can get 999 moons and there's loads of stuff i've done in the game but i consider that complete pretty much for me now now if i ever load it it will just be dipping in and out just to get the odd moon yeah try to find something i've not done but that was like the credits i wanted to see after that but yeah fantastic game are you still enjoying your Switch? Because you were oh, quite, quite late yeah. at the party with the Switch, weren't you, I guess? Switch is amazing. <clears throat> Switch is really good, and there's so many games coming out that I want, which mm. is... So many. Crazy. Mm. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, Tropical Freeze comes out next week, doesn't it? And I'll, yeah. I'll really fancy that, because I never played it on the Wii U. Yeah. Brilliant game. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. Yeah, I'd like to pick that up. And, oh, there's all manner of stuff. I mean, eventually, when they release Dark Souls on it, I think it could be the platform that could finally break my hump on a Dark Souls game just because of its ease of in and out, basically. Switch it on, switch it off, put it in standby, whatever. Yeah. It, yeah. it gives me the best chance. It'd be interesting to see how that works, actually, because with, obviously, playing the, the, the Dark Souls on consoles and stuff like that, the whole thing with that game is that you can't pause it, mm. and so you can only relax when you're generally at a bonfire. So to sort of how to be able to put it into that save state will possibly take away some of the tension a little bit maybe oh no not for me because i just get fucking angry <laughs> well yeah I, yeah i tried it with bloodborne i got so frustrated mm. is that something though that they could actually within the game stop you from being able to do would, would they put a program oh, that in? if you put it in standby you turned it on and you were still dead dead I'd, yeah i'll be livid yeah uh, that'd be inter- yeah, it's interesting to see how they they deal with that, whether they do or not, you know. But uh, they, they can't stop you, like like say with the Vita, putting it into a save state, and it just mm. that's cool. That's that's true. And uh, but it's amazing, like where we have how the Switch has come in the sense of all these games that are turning up on it. It's fucking amazing. It really is. Oh, what did I buy it for? It was like two quid or something ridiculous. I don't. I must admit, I've played on the Switch for a little while. But when I do, I've, I've, I had a good spell on Zelda, uh, and I've done all four, I think, of the. Divine Beasts, yeah. So, um, so I'm moving on to other things now and everything else. But uh, what was it? It was two quid. Uh, Oxen free. Have you... Oh, me oh, too. Yeah. I, yeah. Picked, I picked it up in the sale as well. Yeah. The thing with the Switch is that there's a load of good indie games on there that I really fancy, but I think the price points a little too expensive. Bit too yeah, much. <clears throat> like three quid too much, aren't they? Three yeah. or four quid too much. But some of them. When I saw that, I mean, I've heard good things about it, but I just <laughs> thought. Uh, for three quid, you know, why not? I'll take a punt on it. I don't even think it was even three quid, but you know what I mean. So, well, actually, I picked it up because based on I think Adam, you were talking about it from the last. Yeah, same I, I, really I think I ran that time. Yeah, crazy. Mm. So go on, sorry, Adam. Uh, uh, yeah. Also on the oh, well, I'll go. I did play. Uh, I played about fifteen hours of Zelda, um, and I've sort of I've not put it on the backbone at the moment. But I just got my head turned by the stuff as well. Mm. Uh, amazing game. It's going to take me... I, I wouldn't even like to think how long that's going to take because I have done sod all in that game. Apart yeah. from wander around and just do stuff plot-wise or story-wise, main mission-wise. Barely done anything, but it's a cracking game. But yeah. hopefully I'll come back to that later in the year when I've uh, done more. Um, played Rive on the Switch. 
Anyone played that? Um, <coughs> excuse me, is that the the 3D game, the, the boy running around the island? No, that, that, that's Rhyme. <laughs> Rhyme <laughs> is the little... Which little, one's Rhyme, then? That's the little like... robotic thing. Yes. Yeah, I thought, yeah, that's one of the... Stabby, do you remember when we met up at um, EGX yeah, that time? Yeah, you, you spoke to um, the developers, didn't you? Yeah, that's right. I think it's a Swedish developer or something like that. Well, Herdy Gerdy's from around the area. <laughs> I can't remember, but around there. He was really nice, but I think, did that not pretty much put him under? That was their last game or something? <laughs> memory serves. I yeah. think so. I think that's their final game or I something along the lines. I think you're right, yeah, yeah. But I would imagine the Switch version would be fucking awesome, I would it's, think. It's quite good, yeah. It's like a little... Um... Oh, like a Cybernoid. Remember Cybernoid back in the day? A little bit yeah, of, and, of that um, as well. Yeah, that, was, that, was that one on the SNES? No, Cybernoid was on like the 8-bit systems, like the What's Specky. That and, on the uh, SNES? Uh, Cybernator. That's the one. It's a little bit kind of like that as well. I, I, Cybernoid, I do vaguely remember that on the... Uh, Houston Brothers, wasn't Houston, it? I think. Or, was Houston, it. yeah. Not yeah. Brothers. Houston Entertainment, whatever it was fucking called, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. 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 They had like, a they had a particular graphical style. They sort of got quite a lot out of those systems back in the day. Well, yeah. Yeah, it's like a little, little twin-stick shooter um, where you play... Uh, sometimes you're like a little spaceship floating around and you can yeah. shoot in directions. Most of the time you're like a tank, uh, more than anything, going through a big ship, uh, trying to find a way out. There is a plot involving an AI robot and you're like a space... What of a better term? Like a space trucker-type scavenger person. The plot's quite good, but I can't remember any of it, which is odd. But um... I, seem to, I seem to remember some dude chatting to you constantly, and they're like, yeah. A, uh, yeah. I've got it on PC. Yeah. I've played it on PC for a bit, and I think graphically it's really pretty cool. It is. Think... It's really cool. It, yeah. I, I thought that I'd heard that this ran like shit on the Switch, but I think that was people talking about Rhyme and not this, because this runs smooth as anything. I think it's 60 frames mm. a second. Um, yeah, it, it, it's like a twin-stick platform shooter part bullet hell in places few puzzles uh the thing that got me through it was is that you'll die hundreds of times playing it but it's you know straight away you start again straight away there's no loading screen or anything like that which is good um yeah it's it's not too long five six hours but it, it's just like good old-fashioned shooty game where you get to destroy stuff uh, a bit of a plot some nice weapons but it, yeah good it's a good solid game mm. i'd say the, it's a shame they went down yeah the the, the makers were, uh, you were close ben they're, they're from the netherlands <laughs> okay yeah they all sound the same it's a bit like the chinese and japanese they're all the same <laughs> yeah. no i mean <laughs> 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 Carry on, Dad. <laughs> um, next one is Crossing Souls on PlayStation Four. Not heard of that? Not heard of this one. I must admit, it's. Uh, I don't know how to describe it. it uh, the closest approximation I can come to is something like uh, blah, 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 uh, "Zombies Ate My Neighbors." Oh yeah. What of a better thing? Uh, a lot of people say it's like Stranger Things, the game. Because um, you play a group of four kids um, on an adventure in the mid '80s, so there's lots of '80s film references, and the music's very '80s. And... Goonies and that sort of thing as well. Yeah. Oh, there is Goonies, Poltergeist, Ghostbusters. You, you name it. There's a reference in there somewhere, um, and it's pretty good. I'd say pretty good because there's there is a demo available and first time you play through the demo it'll probably take you two hours and that's just the start of the game where you're basically gathering your crew together to go on this wild weird adventure that's probably the best part of the game 
weirdly. Because mm. the, 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 the whole point of the game is you, you find this... Uh, Christ, it's like a little pink pyramid stone called the Jewelit Stone or something. And if you've got that on you, you can see ghosts of dead people. And it, there's someone trying to take over the world through this pyramidy little stone thing and bring back the dead or something. Um, but it plays like a like a top down, really nice pixel art, uh, sort of running around the occasional puzzle, bit of combat as well. Nothing too too hard. It's a good, solid game. Um, and if you like the 80s and Stranger Things, that you'll get a lot out of it. But I think that the start of the game is where it's at its strongest. Because towards the end, it's a bit... Some of the platforming, because there is some platforming sections in it, is a bit ropey just because of the viewpoint. And some of the bosses can be a bit, bit a little bit tedious. But the characters are quite nice. The, I said the artwork's really good. Um, it's worth a go. Uh, if anything, just download the demo and play the demo, because... You get a good idea. I don't think it's as good for the rest of the game, but a few a few games have done this before. It's a bit like when you play what's that um the eight bit type? Was it Retro City Rampage? It's sort of mm. like for the yeah. it's like the first hour or so, it's like really cool with all the references and all that sort of thing. But then it kind of tails off a bit. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's yeah. like as if as if these games are front loaded with all the goodness, you know? Yeah, all, the, yeah, yeah. They use a lot of references straight up, yeah. and then it's like they run out a bit towards the end, and it, it ends up. Yeah more like a standard game so you will have a combat section a platform section a boss combat and it, it, it sort of narrows its it narrows its view the closer you get towards the end mm. but um yeah it's not bad it's not bad worth a go especially if it's in a sale what's know. it called again uh crossing souls <laughs> sorry I, I, literally want to, I literally want to put an r in between that i don't know why <laughs> <laughs> hell crossing us falls <laughs> <laughs> oh, what we got next? Fucking hell, Adam! You could oh, have I've... kept some back for next time. Oh no, I've still got, I've still got six more. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, brilliant! Like, no, um, no, no, it's brilliant. That's Shadow of the Colossus remake uh, on PlayStation Four. Beautiful, R- one of the best visual remakes you'll see um, of the game. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just laughing at a text I got from my my lady, my my, my woman. She's saying, "How's it going?" And I put, "Hey, sweet, you're really good." I've had, I've had, <laughs> I've even fucked up on my text. <laughs> I've put, I've had handset issues, but funny as fuck. <laughs> what the fuck's a handset? <laughs> And she's put, really, is the handset the headset, question mark? <laughs> she's, she's that shit with technology. She's actually <laughs> taking it seriously. Oh, fuck it, Al. That's it. No, carry, carry on. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you both play Shadow of the Colossus back on the PlayStation 2? I played the PlayStation 3 uh, version because uh, they did a remake. After, well, mm-hmm. not remake, whatever you want to call it, HD remake, all that kind yeah. of stuff. Up-res, up-res type thing. Yeah, I, I must yeah. admit, I didn't get on with it, and I didn't complete it. Um, it just didn't click with me, and I don't know why. I, did, I can't explain it. So, I don't know if it's controls, the horse, uh, not knowing where I was going, uh, the grip mechanic. I, I don't know, there's a few things. It just didn't click with me. But I have heard really great things about this new version, because it's, it's fully, like, it's not just a cheap cash-in. No, this is this is rebuilt from the ground up. Blue Point 2 have done it, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've apparently done, like, a really good job on actually creating new 
assets and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I sound like dits, don't I? Uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> create, creating actually new... It's it's built from the ground up, like you said. It's not just a, a cheap kind of like touch-up polish and stick it out there kind of job. No, this this has been this has been built and polished till it shines. It's, so I'm it's guessing a... it's got rid of the actual uh, FPS problems. So I mean, like because back in the day to control the horse, whatever its name is, yeah, out of it, it was oh, no, really this is tough. As steady as anything. This it doesn't yeah. it doesn't drop anything at all. Um, I loved it on the PS2. Mm. I like this and I really appreciate it, but I don't I don't think I love it anymore oh. because. It's a damn sight shorter than you think it than you thought it was. Well, it's effectively just a twelve end level boss thing going yeah. on. That's what it really is, isn't it? There's nothing else to it other than that. No, but you realise how big open worlds have got now. Because at the time, it was like, wow, it's massive. It can take you five minutes to find the next colossus and stuff. And now it's just like, wow, this is really quite small. And I mean, I think I was. <laughs> I think I was here. <laughs> As, uh... <laughs> <laughs> you might have to visit the doctor, mate. <laughs> but I, I was two thirds of the way through the game, and it had only taken me like five hours. Bitch. It, it, it's a lot smaller than I thought it was. <laughs> I've been told it. I've been told it was a lot bigger. But, um, yeah. but, it, but it looks good, so it's worth a go. Hmm. So you're a bit yeah. underwhelmed with that, then? I thought you could be like spunking not, all over it. No, I'm not under. I'm not underwhelmed. It's just. It's just the open worlds are now. You know, we've got open worlds in games like The Witcher and stuff that are just full of things to do. I know that's not the point of Shadow of the Colossus, but it don't now feel small. In comparison, to what <laughs> see, I see, see, I know that, that a lot of people would think the opposite, but I always preferred Eco or Ico, have you called it? I yeah, always yeah. preferred that game. Yeah. Um, that, see, yeah, I finished that on the PlayStation Two, um, but yeah, I, I, it's for me. My memory is that I enjoyed that a lot, lot more than Shadow of the Colossus. Yeah, mm. and I definitely, I didn't. Well, as you know, we didn't get on massively with the Last Guardian, uh, even though I completed it. Um, so, but I know we disagree a little bit on that one, don't we, Adam? Because you, you, well, yeah. you were just shit at it. I think this <laughs> stupid fucker wouldn't do what I wanted it to. That was the the annoying thing. I, I don't think you got on particularly with it, did you either, Ben? <sighs> I, I think I was just hideous at it. Mm. Literally, I, I even struggled at one point on the first. I, I think I only ever bought down one Colossus, pretty much. Is that the question? We're talking about the same thing. Sorry. <laughs> no, sorry. Fuck, you're too busy texting your girlfriend, aren't you? <laughs> I, actually, <laughs> I actually am. <laughs> so busy sorry. typing the word flaps. <laughs> I'm literally writing, I can't wait to lick your pussy. <laughs> Concentration. I was going to go a little bit tamer and thinking he's typing, what are you wearing right now? <laughs> Sorry. Oh, it's right. Okay, right, right. The Last Guardian, you didn't get on with it particularly. I mean, mind you, to be fair, I'm I'm more interested in listening to your or reading out your text. (laughs) I'm actually interested to know, with The Last Guardian, I'm interested to know, see, my issue is that, like, the PS4 Pro thing, it still annoys me that I haven't got one, and it still annoys me I haven't got an Xbox One X, right? Mm -hmm. Because I feel like I'm, I'm losing. I don't buy stuff for those consoles now, just in case I'm getting the shit version. 
Mm. It's as simple as that. But I'm wondering, does does that improve on the frame rate if you've got a pro with like the Last Guardian? Apparently, it does a little bit. Yeah. Right. Because I thought it was terrible. I really struggled with it. Really. Or more more about the camera. The camera was really fucking up the gameplay on that, if I remember rightly. Yeah. Apart from that, I thought it was amazing. <laughs> 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 yeah carry on i'm just having a wank <laughs> <laughs> sorry go on adam then carry on so, okay yeah. well, no, i want to hear the spells yes well yeah. good it, no it's a fantastic remake but it's just probably not the game you remember it okay. as that's all i'd say okay uh, next is Hellblade. Oh, Senua's Sacrifice, is it? Yes. I have Senua. that to play, but I haven't got round to it yet. <clears throat> now, this is a tough one, because as a game, I don't think I enjoyed it that much, but I really, really like it, which makes no sense. Okay. If I take the game mechanics as a thing, like half the game is like uh, a puzzle game, not even a puzzle game, find shapes in the environment thing, which I found quite boring. The combat isn't necessarily very deep, but it is quite satisfying. It is all about it's, it, it is all about the visuals, um, and it's about the performance of the main character yeah. uh, in the game as much as anything. And it's about the sound design, because the sound design is absolutely stunning. Um, play it with headphones because apparently you recommend you have you have to play it with headphones you absolutely have to um for those who don't know which everyone should know because it's quite an old game and it's won some awards etc it's about a character called senua as she tries to go into find a way to helheim in north norse mythology to try and reclaim the soul of her dead boyfriend but she's suffering from psychosis and she has lots of voices in her head and if you wear headphones these voices are constantly in your ears positive and negative like on at you all the time when you're playing it and it's really disconcerting and odd married again sorry but <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> always fucking nagging you <laughs> send her do the washing up send her <laughs> yeah but um no it's it's a really good game but some of the mechanics are a bit boring i said here's the thing i said the fighting isn't very deep and it isn't you don't have many combat moves and things but there are parts towards the end of the game where it feels so visceral. I'll go with visceral. Mm. And the music starts swelling and the voices in your head, they're talking to you while you're fighting as well. Some of you believe that you can do it, some don't. Some are giving you tips, some are telling you what you shouldn't do. It's just all this big clusterfuck in your head as the music builds up and it's, it's yeah, it's, it's a fucking sensual overload. Sensual? Sensual? That's what sensual. Ben's having right now. Sen- <laughs> fact, did, have you got sensual. a vibrator or something? I just feel I just do it some buzzing. That? Yeah. Who's got a vibrator? You! Yeah. I heard some buzzing or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's a YouTube link. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, I better get back to the reality right now. <laughs> 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 Fucking brilliant. Uh, carry on. <laughs> yeah, what game are we talking about? Oh, today? Robotic Adam. <laughs> hey? oh, oh, really? No, he's not. No, I'm joking. Oh, <laughs> Oh, fucker, your fuck face. Um, no, what are you talking about? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Sorry, I did. I've forgotten. No, what was it? Hellblade. Uh, Thunderblade. Thunderblade, yeah. No, what are you talking about? Hellblade. Hellblade. 
Oh, yes, yes, yes. So that's the, the people who made um, the other game. <laughs> <laughs> His head's gone. His head's gone. Yeah, it's in it. It's... Okay, no, carry on. They did Heavenly Sword. Sword and that one with... That's it. Heavenly Sword, Hellblade. That's it. DMC as well, they did. Yeah, and that monkey one. Oh, and Slate. Oh, I love that game. That was quality. That was really good. But yeah, this is their mid-range... It was like a triple-A indie game or whatever they were calling it. Mm. But yeah. I, I, yeah, you say you've got it to play, Mr. Jellyman. I'm looking forward to it, yes. And I'll probably play it between yeah. now and then the next show. Because, uh, yes, uh, I think some things never change. Thank, thankfully for to to Wayne. I now <laughs> own that game. <laughs> play. So, uh, yeah, looking yeah. forward to playing it. No, it's good. It's not, too, it's not too long. It doesn't outstay its welcome, to be honest. It's, uh, it's got a good plot. Atmospheric. Very nice. Mm. Um, and I... Oh, I'll do this in a quick, in a quick cluster. Uh, I pulled out the old VR headset again. Oh. It, it's been a little while since I played I'm anything. So like jealous of the VR stuff, I have to say. It, it, it's coming. There's, there's some good stuff on there now. There is some good stuff. I just on haven't there. got the setup. I can't do it. I'm like my my TV's right next to the bed. I've got no space whatsoever. So they have dropped though. You know, remember I used to take little pictures of that one down in um, was it um, CEX, and it was yeah. like four hundred and fifty fucking quid or yeah. four hundred eighty quid at one point. <clears throat> it's down to one hundred eighty quid now. Yeah, well, I said it's, it's was it is it two two fifty now with the camera and a game and the headset and stuff, whereas it used to and be three fifty just for the headset. And that is because what there's a new one coming out. I'm guessing. Uh, well, I don't think you'll get a new one until they release their new, their new console, to be honest. Oh, okay. See, I, I thought think that it... there was a new version where there's no pass-through box or whatever. Or, uh... No, the, you still get the box, but it will do HDR pass-through now, whereas the first one didn't, which is a bit stupid. If you've got a Pro, it means that if you want HDR, you have to unplug your VR headset. Oh, okay, got you. Whereas the new one, you don't. And the cables are thinner, apparently, as well, so it doesn't feel so heavy, which it's not that bad, to be honest. But I fired up on the old VR once I'd polished it off and given its lenses a good clean. Uh, Skyrim for about oh. half an hour. Good. It's amazing. It's it's. I have a problem with Bethesda games that I can never break the hump or I don't understand how to play them, which is weird, or how to progress properly. But as a as a world, I mean, I've, I've played Skyrim before. But to actually be in that world, and if, like when you walk past a, one of the old, like the first village you come to, that all the houses are house sized is just amazing, and everything's yeah. full size, and the scale of everything is outstanding. It's not the best looking game in the world. I was about to say it must look hideously not realistic, if that makes sense. Yeah, it, yeah, it's not the best looking, but it just gets it by scale, and the immersion of being there is yeah. It counterbalances it, so your eyes do make up for it. You know, you think, it looks a bit ropey. Fuck me, that building's massive. Jesus Christ, dragons are huge. It's, yeah, it, it's that balance. It's that thing where you, you sort of trade off looks and, for actually feeling like you're there, mm. which some games do better than others. And because it's an old game, it's not the, you know, it's not the best looking anyway. But, yeah, one day I'm hopefully going to play it and understand what the fuck I've got to do because I, I don't know what it is. I can't, I can't do the Elder Scrolls games, I struggle with Fallout as well, to actually get past that, to feel like I'm progressing in any way, shape or form, where I don't just end up going somewhere and getting my ass at Well, and I, I, I have always had the same problem with Fallout, where I literally go too far 
Then mm. I should, if that makes sense. I, I yeah. kind of head off in a direction, right? Because you think to yourself, well, I can just go and explore, but actually you end up fucking yourself up doing that. You need to sort yeah. of, you do really need to upgrade early on mm. before you progress. Even though it's an open world, kind of, and you can sort of go and do what you want, if you engage in any combat, it's like, that's it, you're fucked. Yeah. But, yeah, I've just got a knack of going in the absolutely wrong direction. It's yes. like, I'll go over there, and that's where the most powerful fuckers in the game are. But that is it. good in games like Fallout, though, to actually go and scavenge and pick up stuff. Mm. It's it's good to, for that, you know, to, to go and re, to build stuff and that sort of thing. It is cool yeah. for that. But I think with um, Skyrim in particular, other than just walking around having a look at the nice trees, it's kind of pointless not, not following the storyline and such, I think. Yeah. Yeah, you can play this with the controller or the move controllers, can't you? So which way? Yeah, I just did the normal controller to be honest. Um, okay. The move controllers are fine, but I did have it. I did have a go with it. it, it I just think it's easier to play it with 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 the joypad as opposed to the two move controllers. To be honest, so I will probably play it that way. But if you if you know if you want to play it, so you swing one around for a sword and holding the other one up for the shield, knock yourself out. But Sometimes, yeah, it's enough for me to be in there rather than flapping my arms around as well. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, then I played a game called Static, which Not you heard of that one? one? No, no. It's it's very much like a portal kind of game in feeling, I suppose. You wake up in a laboratory and you've got your DualShock Four in front of you, well, you haven't, but in your hands you have. And on the screen, you're strapped to a chair, and you look down, and where your controller is, there's a box covering your hands. And it's basically a puzzle box with lots of random things on it. And your aim is to complete the puzzle box, and every button on the DualShock will do something on the box. So you've got to figure out what it's asking you to do and how you complete the puzzle around your hands so the box, you well, essentially get rid of the box. Although you don't get rid of the box, you get a little receipt that prints out and then you get put to sleep again. And it's really clever because if you're not used to VR, you just sat there, you can look around. Yes, you're in a laboratory. There's a bloke who's talking to you the whole way through, but you can't see his face because his face is pixelated, so you can't determine who he is. Mm. Uh, And you've just got to solve this weird puzzle box on your hands so you can turn it around and have a look at it. And there's things that, like, uh, I've got gyroscopes on them and there's elements that interact with the room around you so you have to look at your environment and figure out if any of those are clues towards the puzzle on this box as well or find shapes to match up and it gets quite complicated it's it's really tactile and clever because i mean you'll know this chris but you know when you, you if you hold something really close to the headset you know it all comes into such sharp focus yeah and there's a few bits of that where you have to look really close to look at shapes to line things up and whatnot and do you ever play the room Yes. Was, oh, I love those yeah, games. Cracking games. If you, yeah. It's kind of, yeah, it's a bit like the room if your hands were stuck inside the box and to complete the puzzles, you have to press buttons and figure out what they do. What, so, she, said, <laughs> what she said now. I think that says it all. Are you getting sucked could... off later? Is that that's the? No, no, no. She's at home. She's at her own place tonight. Oh, so. okay, okay. All right. It's, it's <laughs> disgusting. I can hear Ben's main main penal vein throbbing in my ears. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear his erection stiffening. It's weird. <clears throat> um, and the last one I'll go with is the Piesta Resistance, which is 
wipe out the Amiga collection in VR. Oh, the Amiga collection. Oh, I thought that as well. Oh, 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 Amiga, Omega, oh. Omega collection. We'll go with that. Yeah. Yeah. So the the wipeout Omega collection uh, was released. What start of the was it start of this year or end of last year or something or middle of last year? I think it was last year. I think. Yeah, and that just included uh, wipeout twenty forty eight from the Vita and wipeout HD and wipeout Fury from the PS three, up res to. 1080p or 4k on the ps pro and yada yada 60 frames a second and they just decided to drop a vr up a vr um update uh which in some games when you get a free update for vr it's just like a little tester or a few tracks or a little mode that might be in vr no this is every fucking single bit of the game is in vr and that's that's crazy isn't it it really is stunning um it totally changes the game it looks i mean on a bog standard PlayStation 4, I don't know how they're doing it. It's fucking witchcraft. It's absolute, absolute witchcraft that it looks almost well, identical to what you see on the screen, but you're sat there inside the cockpit of one of your little wipeout flying ships and you're looking around and it's like, fucking hell, okay, these are actually bigger than I thought. The track's in front of you, people on the crowd, all the ships are in front. It's mental, absolutely mental. How they just chuck this out for nothing. You could pick this game up for probably 15 quid now, and if you've got a VR, you're an idiot if you don't. And I know there's a lot of worry that if... With a game like this, you'd assume you'd get a lot of motion sickness because that's, you know, Wipeout's fucking crazy. They've got some really good comfort controls in the men, in the uh, system menu to aid with you feeling less nauseous. And it turns out for me, apparently what makes me feel a bit sick... Um, if I go back to Drive Club VR, when I first tried that, I felt ill with inside a lap, mm. and it also looked shit, and it was something about it made me feel sick. This, the simple thing is, the stuff that's on your peripheral vision, so if you're sat in the cockpit, obviously you can see straight ahead, but you've got the windows by your side as well. If you turn on the, uh, th- just turn on one motion control thing, and it's just like there's a little extra bit of armor plating that comes in on the side of the mirror, so it cuts out the stuff, which would be right in your peripheral vision. And once I've cut that out, which doesn't take away any of the immersion in the game at all, because I'm still sat inside the cockpit, that I've, I sat there for an hour and a half playing it solid, in, and I didn't have any even slightly icky feelings in my stomach at all. But the, the game itself plays so much better in VR because you're there, so... You know, I I'm destroying all my lap records on the game. So, uh, so is it your head, like as in you're in the game? So, if you were flying forward and you look left, it is as simple as that. You're looking left. Yeah, you're not you're not guiding the ship with your head. No, no, no. You still you still using the controller. You're sat there. And if you look down, then there's a fake body. So there's the pilot's body. So if you look That's down, really you see the top cool. of your chest, you've got your hands on the controls in front of you. So there's one on the throttle, and one on the joystick with the trigger and stuff, which you fire the weapons with. And you just you just go for it, and it's absolutely mental. Um, there's a track on 2048 called Soul, which is most of the track is transparent, and you're going up and around a skyscraper, and it's fucking mental. It's full of jumps. Playing that track is one of the finest moments I've had in VR mm-hmm. because it's just it, it's huge, and it's I said it's actually a lot easier to play. The controls feel a lot tighter because everything's so much easier to judge because you are in the game. So if you see a corner coming up, all the air brakes and stuff is so much easier because you've got that distance that you can judge when you need to use things, and it, it makes the game so, so much better. And this was free. It, it blows my mind. How, the, how, how, I don't know. 
But yeah, so, I can't remember. Sta- uh, Chris, have you, have you well, don't feel right calling you Chris. You call me um, Stabby. That's fine. Yeah, Stabby. Yeah, yeah. doesn't know uh, people. I, yeah. I was called Stabby on the other show. That's fine. But I think <laughs> you're, you're not still, a you're still fan, me. Well. I, I just find it hard to ju- like you. You were just saying that sound like I'd really get on with it better because mm. I, I find it hard to judge the corners and to to, to well to corner basically. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's so much. It is so much easier when you know that corner coming up has depth to it. Yeah, and I mean, I, I mean, I, like I've played. Obviously, I tried the Star Wars VR, uh, which was free if you had Star Wars Battlefront. And then there was the free Call of Duty one, uh, yeah. which is another little sort of short experience. But it's amazing how sort of like a fake body, but your brain is tricked into thinking. Because like if you turn your head to the left or right, the sort of like the, the like, particularly in the Star Wars game, the thing that's on your chest, you know, like the, the pilots will wear that mm. moves in in sync with your head yeah. movement movement, and it's. It's so amazing, and I've heard so many good things. And Gary from Game Burst has, has really sung the praises of this this particular update. And it's like you said, just to think it's free. You know, if you've already got the game, if you've got a VR headset, it's it's amazing, really. Um, it is stunning. It makes it. I mean, I like Wipeout anyway, but it makes it such a better game. It, it it's. I don't know. I, I can't. I can't think of. I suppose like the first time I well the first time I've been playing like um, say Lotus Two on the Amiga, the first time I played Daytona in the arcade and it was just like <gasps> this is that similar thing. I put that headset on and I turned I turned the things on so I didn't feel quite so ill. And, I, and as soon as I hit my first race, I was just like fuck me this this is a step forward I wasn't expecting. It's stunning, absolutely stunning because I'd been put off. VR racing games by the Drive Club demo, which I thought was ropey and looked terrible. This looks amazing, and it's smooth and beautiful and so... Yeah, amazing. Mm, Fantastic. I'm just never going to experience it, am I? That's the problem. If I could teleport you here, just pop it on your head, let you go. (laughs) On his shiny head. On his shiny (laughs) head. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) <laughs> spunk bubble sticking out of it. Mm. Go on, is that it then? That's me. Yeah, fantastic. Go on, someone ben. else have a go. Go on, Ben. What you got? Well, actually, I'll, I'll probably I'll, if I just speak about two things then. One game, and then we'll talk about that bit of hardware we were talking about oh, yeah, yeah. or uh, mentioning. Yep. Yeah, right. So that was really cool. Uh, me and me and Courtney actually have been playing um, uh, Crash Bandicoot. You know, the <laughs> remastered one on the yeah. PS4. Yeah. Which is really cool because. She used to play. She played that obviously when she, she was younger and that. When did it come out? Was it ninety seven something like that? Probably on the PlayStation. Yeah, ninety six, ninety seven. I think. I'll, I'll, I'll check. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh... when she was seven. <laughs> when she was seven and I was uh, twenty one. Fuck. <laughs> Right. Okay. Right. Uh, it was nineteen ninety six, actually. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. Anyway, so so she's got great memories of playing that. I think with her brother and that, which is really cool. So when I sort of, um, I can't remember when I got it, but picked it up anyway quite quite recently uh, on the PS4, and they've done a really really good job on that. Actually, it visually it's really cool. 
Have you guys played it? Because the intro sort of shows um, Crash going into this machine of where it like buffers him all up and he comes out into like, the HD version. It's quite a cool section. Uh, and it's literally the original three games um, all uh, brought into uh, this new HD era. And weirdly, the, these games are fucking hard as nails and i know they were anyway back in the day because in fact playing the first one because we started at the first one we did skip ahead briefly to three which is warped but we went back and we just got in that mode of actually spending a couple of hours every so often and just trying to beat these levels and it's infuriating like proper and it's really cool when you're playing and, and like watching someone else play and, and, like, your missus is sort of going, you can't! Because, like, you get to... You know, I mean, literally, it's just quite funny seeing someone get as annoyed as you can in games. Not annoyed, because I don't... I don't throw hissy fits with video games. I have done in the past. Maybe if I played FIFA back in the day against someone online, you know, it, it all goes tits up. But, but generally speaking, I'm usually pretty calm with video games. But it's actually quite cool. Because this ga- these games in particular are really, really tough. But I love them. Absolutely love them. Um, yeah, I mean, we, we, I've got further than I actually, we've, you know, we've got further than I did back in the day, which is really cool, up to about world uh, or well, like level three. Um, and there's about eight levels per world or such. And yeah, it's just amazing. Right, not the amazing. third stage. <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> there's, just, there, there's literally we've, we've had evenings where that literally there's just one level that you cannot get off, yeah. and the checkpointing system can be brutal. I mean, for anyone who's never played a Crash Bandicoot game, uh, literally you either you're, you're normally running into the screen or you're running away from the screen, sort of Indiana Jones style, running away from boulders and having to make jumps and collecting um, all the apples. Yeah, all the apples and that and. Um, yeah, no, it's just um, absolutely brilliant. Now, if you collect 100 apples, you get an extra life. Um, what's the name of the actual dude, the masky dude, who sort of protects you? He's like the... Um... Oh, God, yeah, he's like, uh, he's like a bit like the guy from Banjo-Kazooie, isn't he, kind of... Yeah. Uh, and it... Yeah. In fact, when you pick it up, he's sort of, I think the noise he makes is his name, I think. But, um, yeah, you can get sort of extra levels of that. So if you pick up three bits three bits of the mask, it sort of effectively gives you three bits of extra armour. But honestly, some of the sections are just crazy. Crazy hard. Um, I always remember back in the day, the level where you're actually riding the hog on the back of, like the, I want to say, like the Great Wall of China type level. Uh, running into the screen, having to dodge dude spinning around um it's just an old school type 3d game you know back when well this was kind of a year before um mario 64 which sort of took it into the open world type thing Mm. but you know yeah absolutely brilliant done a really 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 good job with it and again as i say sort of play along with someone who generally has a good interest and just that one more go element i mean there's been some raids caught of like that's it fucking had enough of that shit go back to the next day get through it for whatever reason Mm. just really really fantastic Coming to the yeah. Switch as well. Uh, yeah. Later on. In the uh, which I think would be fantastic. We'll walk around with that portable. That'd be just fucking awesome. Um, and there's another quick brief thing as well. I picked up a code for the PC version and Xbox One version of Forza Horizon 3. Because mm-hmm. I've, I've been really wanting that for quite some time, but it's been quite expensive. And this was quite cheap, about 20 quid or something like that, I think. So that was really cool. And I'm quite blown away how similar both versions are actually they've done a really really good job with the xbox version on that yeah uh, I'm like proper i'm like really that's a really good job you know and i don't know whether the x version would be even better but yeah but uh, amazing and i like those games because not that i'm ever going to complete them but i like all the 
the decals you can change your vehicles and download special stuff like the a-team van or the you know the scooby-doo van and that sort of thing i love all that sort of shit and uh, this one's based in australia which in itself is a really really amazing place to drive around so it's cool but other than that though yeah let's talk about this i picked up one of these android um touchscreen gaming systems uh it's the g oh my god i think Adam, you said you were thinking about picking one up a couple of years I, back or something? Yeah, well, I, I ordered one, and then they, they they told me it had been dispatched, and it turned out they yeah. couldn't follow through with the order, so I pissed off, so I just cancelled it. What's These it called? are... called? This is called a GPD-XD, mm. um, and it's basically a Chinese system. Now, the actual build on these, I'm really, really impressed with. It, it, if you literally imagine a 3DS... I was going to say, it looks uh, like a 3DS, if it's the one I'm thinking of, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. it... it it's pretty much that, but with better thumbsticks. You know, it hasn't got the nub thing going on. It's got two thumbsticks like you'd expect. On the back of it, it's got your L1, L2, R1, R2, that sort of thing as well. It's just really comfortable. And the screen itself is crazy. It's beautiful. It's, it's kind of like a, not as big as a Switch screen or anything like that, but it's about, take a third of the size off, but it's, it's actually it's 720p you know it's like a really good high quality hd screen and it's amazing uh, my son rooted it for me so basically i can just install pretty much anything for nothing no i'm just joking man <laughs> but, but i you know i've got another law a new launcher on it so it doesn't have like a stock launcher so um this one it has like a windows type theme which i really really like but it's just again it's like with all these systems these are really suited to like 8-bit and 32-bit consoles Mm. Like playing a PlayStation game on it is fucking mind blowing. I mean, I've been playing, I've been playing Wipeout, Tekken, uh, Tomb Raider, and it's just all there, really comfortably on the screen. Do you know what I mean? And it's just an amazing bit of kit. I've got to say, I'm sort of just at the moment just running through all the emulators. Um, at the moment, I've got on there like the Commodore 64, uh, Scum VM, which does all your point and clicks. Uh, Ami- just having an Amiga in your hands, Adam. Oh, I uh, love that. Bit- it's fucking crazy. It really, really is. I've just been playing like R-Type on it, and yeah, absolutely crazy. There's a front end as well you can get for it, which doesn't work with all um, all of the emulators, but it's called um, uh, Arc Browser, which basically, once you've uh, installed your um, emulators, you can just have that as a complete front end with all the front covers, like the information about the games. You know, I've been playing like MAME on it and stuff, and yeah, I've just got some really, really cool emulators on it. It will do anything up to, you know, once you start trying to do... Um, Is it do Dreamcast? It it will do. It will do. I ha- I actually haven't touched Dreamcast yet, but I know it will do a, an emulator called Rycast, which is pretty bang on for as much as like the games that work well with emulation. Because even yeah. with those sort of emulators on PC, there's certain games that just don't work. Yeah. It 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 honestly doesn't do Nintendo 64 properly still, but that's because the complications of actually getting a decent Nintendo 64 emulator, even on PC, you're, you basically it's it's the it's the best handheld version of Super Mario 64 you're gonna get. Because it actually upreses it all, plays it perfectly. But if you start trying to do different games like GoldenEye, it just doesn't emulate it properly. And that's down to the emulator. That for some reason, they've never been able to emulate Nintendo 64 properly. It's a tough machine to do. Same could be said for Amiga, but this is just spot on now, the Amiga ones, you know. They're, they're sort of, I'm just running through them all. I've got a MAME on there, which is perfect, obviously. Game Boy, Game Boy Advance. Um, got the Atari Lynx up and running. Neo Geo is up and running. PlayStation's perfect. 
Mars system, Mega Drive, SNES. I'm going through them all. There's just so many more to do, but I'm just sort of going through them slowly. And, you know, when we go into our, the, the, you know, the, the next bit we're going to talk about, the games, you know, we, we talk about the, we've been playing and that. It's really cool to, be able to load up all the different versions all in one little handheld system. It's really, really cool. So it's an amazing bit of kit. I've got YouTube on it, obviously, all the bog sound and stuff, Netflix and... It is amazing. The battery life on it is inc- it's crazy. Um, D-pad's pretty cool. And, you know, for a bit of Chinese kit, for 100 quid or 130 quid, honestly, it's an amazing portable emulating system. It's crazy. Mm. It's yeah. it's amazing how similar it looks to a 3DS. You know, looking at a picture of them side by side, you know, and it's, yep. just, it's mental that, you know, in some ways that, well, would Nintendo be able to say anything you know because it's essentially is a 3ds isn't it you know you, you look at the... it's a 3ds with way more buttons on it and such yeah you know and they, I mean? obviously like the screen edge... at the bottom's missing you know but yeah you know it's crazy yeah it is crazy and i think there's too many there's enough change on it that it's not the actual it's not the actual case of a 3ds you know yeah. what i mean it's actually completely different but normally you know a lot of the shit you buy from china is normally a bit crap in its mm. quality build and that this is nothing like that. This screen is beautiful. It's like a Vita screen. It really, really is. Yeah. It's just fantastic. Well, the, um, the the screen on the Switch is 720p, I think, yeah. isn't it? So, you know, if yeah. you, I suppose if it's comparable to that, then, you know. It is comparable, but I think because that's a bigger screen, yeah. it just kind of doesn't look quite as high definition. So, okay. Do you know what I mean? Got you. Yeah, but... but yeah. See, because I, I bought, what, you remember a few years ago, one of those JXD yeah. machines, which yeah. is good, yeah. but it's quite bulky, and this just looks like it'd be so much yeah. more comfortable to play in your hands, you know what I mean? Uh, it really is. Yeah. And I mean, you've got all the benefits, obviously, of the Android system itself, you know, just everything you can download for it, like anything anything Android-based, you know, it's it's absolutely amazing. Um, and you can adjust the screen to, for it to be perfectly. Have you seen that new JXD? It's like all built into one with those really dodgy handles on it you know it's like really ugly no no I but what well, i think it is unless it's you got the jxd haven't you yeah uh, they are yes yeah i'm just having a look it, on their website now oh i can see yeah it does look a bit weird doesn't it, it looks like it's, it's like, not like a controller with a screen built into it doesn't it, it, it it's not the kind of thing you can just shove in your pocket whereas no. this is literally pocket sized incredible absolutely amazing i think it, it, just to have an amiga in my pocket is enough for me to spend 100 quid yeah. It literally is just that alone. It's crazy. So, yeah, it's fantastic. fantastic. Yeah, I'm very tempted, I must admit, yeah. to buy another bit of kit that I probably won't I'll use for a few weeks. <laughs> and then keep The it funny thing box. to say about that, I think it's I'll play more of this than I would anything else because when it comes to talking about the games we're going to do like we, uh, every month, like a, a retro game or whatever we're going to do, it'll be easier for me just to have it on this rather than boot up anything else. Yes. Yeah, just a yeah. Bit yeah. yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, All good. Awesome. Yeah. It's fantastic. Is that, is that your lot? Yeah, yeah, I'll save it for next month or okay. all the other load of games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, if there's anything you want to talk about, then go for it, like I said. No, nah, that's all good for me, okay, I think, right. yeah. Um, I've got a few couple of things here then. So oh, first and foremost, I want to talk about Super Hot. Uh, have either of you played that? No, I played it on PC. Ooh, yeah, PC. I did, did you like it? I thought it was fantastic. I was shit at it, but I loved the concept. Yeah. I thought it was amazing. Yeah. So the the thing about Superhot, it was free with PlayStation. Uh, sorry, with uh, Xbox Gold last month. So that was the reason why I downloaded it, and I had heard it was good. So and I was tempted with it, but uh, yeah. So it, the, the the gimmick with the game, if you want to call it that, is that it's first person shooter basically, but time moves 
quickly when you do. It doesn't. It it's not. Uh, it doesn't stop altogether, but it's like it slows right down. So you can see, say, if somebody shoots at you, you could just stand there and watch that bullet slowly come towards mm. you. Um, and then if you move, the enemies move. So the whole whole thing about the game is it's a bit like uh, watching uh, the Matrix in bullet time, kind of you've got that kind of thing happening where you can see things around you and you've got to take out all these enemies and I kind of equated it a little bit to um, the addictive sort of gameplay of uh, Hotline Miami where it's like because when you die you are quite quickly back into the game you know there's no real loading or anything like that Uh, and and also like the puzzle element of Portal and put those two things together and you get this kind of really cool game uh, where like you said, it is tricky because you, you, as the, the game goes on, you get attacked by more enemies, different types of enemies. You know, where they've, they've got shotguns and machine guns and they, knives and swords and all sorts. You know, and but when you sort of like you 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 plot out the, the, how you're going to tackle all these enemies, and so like you pick you can pick up a bottle, throw it at them. That then automatically means that they throw they release their gun which you can pick up in slow motion and you can shoot someone else you can pick up a like a katana sword and slice a bullet in half and then mm. watch it all play out in real time at the end is fucking awesome you know it's such a great fantastic game um but it's also got this kind of little story going on which again reminded me of the matrix uh you can watch even in some of the menus uh like these little chat room kind of text conversations that are going on which i ended up doing you know i didn't know it was in the game until actually just started tatting around with the menus and things like that um and you can just kind of because nobody knows what the super hot is that's the thing it's like this thing but you know you end up getting into this game but you're not quite sure how, and then it starts. The story starts to unfold a little bit, you know. And and I won't spoil it, but it's a bit of a head fuck. But uh, it's really cool and interesting. And I just sat there for ten minutes watching this kind of this fake conversation going, like you know, when when do you remember chat rooms used to be a thing back in the sort of like, yeah. like, like yeah. late nineties and everything. Yeah, so it's it's just a really really good game. And if you got it for free or as part of your uh, Xbox Gold, it's brilliant really is i know adam we very briefly spoke about this last week didn't we and it's there's because there's a vr version on playstation yeah it's a bit dirty isn't it um yeah they're selling the standard version and the vr version is separate things which is a bit a bit smelly because i'd love to play it but i'd probably like to play i think there's slightly different games so i'd like it all as one package personally yeah i mean like you said the fact that they can sort of do a, a a massive update for um wipeout and give it away for free, and then you know do that's just that's kind of then puts a bit of a sour taste, you know, with with something mm. like that, super hot, doesn't it? I suppose, but you know they've got to make the money, I guess. Yeah. Um, I thought I'd chime in a little bit because everybody's been going on about these um, battle royale games, haven't they? And so because I haven't really spoken yes. to any anybody about them, so I've been playing um, PUBG, um, Player Unknown Battlegrounds uh, on the Xbox. And because it got its official release, uh, what was it last year or or no, it would be earlier on this year, wouldn't it? So, um, so because <clears throat> these are going to be the new big thing, the next big thing for the next few years, uh, or for as long as they're popular. Because uh, for, for the next year, until every game's got that mode in it, and then it dies. Yeah. So Fortnite is the the big hot thing, you know. I think that's taken over from PUBG, which was the big. Really thing. has. So all mm. the kids are playing it. My daughter plays it. My little daughter plays 
Fortnite constantly. Come on, it's crazy. Uh, considering it's free as well, I mean, I've got you know you can play on PlayStation, Xbox, PC, whatever. Um, mm. But and, and even on mobile phone, you can play. Do you know what I mean? It, that's that's crazy. Um, I just I still haven't tried it. I just I don't know why. But this this is coming into the thing now. I think I've had my fill of these games already. <laughs> Excuse me, fucking joking. Um, <laughs> because the new, um, apparently the new Call of Duty, which is going to be Black Ops 4, that's not the, the rumour is that's not going to have a story in it. They're just going to have a, a Battle Royale uh, in it. <clears throat> the new Battlefield is going to have a Battle Royale in it. So like you said, Adam, they're just going to, I think we're, we're going to OD on it for a, a year or two and then it's just going to die a death. But yeah, PUBG. So uh, yeah, it is the sort of like 100 players and it's down to the last player. Now you can play in a team of two or four. I think I've, I've only played it in a, in a team of two with Wayne. And it's one of those. It is a janky fucking game. I'm not going to lie to you. It kind of feels like it's a PlayStation 3, Xbox 360 in terms of its graphics and its look. And yet it still runs like shit in places. Uh, now I'm playing it on the Xbox One X. But and apparently the Xbox version the original xbox not the original but you know what i mean the, the xbox one um that apparently plays even shitter but to be fair to them they have been updating it so i think that there are changes that happen so yeah it, it's one of those loot games where you pick up bits of like, armor and helmets and guns you're always looking for a bit of loot and a game can last anything between a minute and say 15, 20 minutes, depending on how, how far you get. I think everybody knows the idea of these games now. The, the, the map gets smaller and then restricts the players around you and it just gets more sort of like frantic and everything. I have to say, um, after initially sort of like not knowing what the fuck is going on and, and it being like, because the menus are a bit convoluted because it's originally a PC game, you get used to that after a while. To having an amazing time on it and just a real blast of, of just playing with Wayne I tried a few games on my own it's just not, it's not the same it's it's okay but it's just not the same and uh, and just like this kind of real tense I mean I've not I don't, I don't I'm not a camper when I play uh, I'm camp but I'm not a camper <laughs> um, I'm sort of oh, like PUBG. <laughs> yeah I, when I play games like Call of Duty or battlefield whatever i'm like like you ben i'm a rambo go after my own thing get yeah. shot a million times so to be sat in a house in a toilet waiting <laughs> for somebody to come in and the the, the 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 very good thing about this game is the sound aspect and sound design because you can hear floorboards creaking around you and it works in your ears like if you if there's somebody above you right to your right to your left you can kind of hear all that happening and it's really fucking tense, like really tense. You know what I mean? Because you know that you, you, you know, death can come quite quickly. Um, and then sort of like, like listening, you know, I'm talking to Wayne. It's like, can you hear that? Can you hear that? Can you... Oh my god, I think there's somebody in there. There's, it, those moments are really fun and exciting. And then the, the whole idea of the game is obviously you're the last player. You know what I mean? And Wayne and I played it kind of quite uh, a lot. You know and to the point where obviously the, you know the aim is to to be the last two players on the map, and then when we did that, it was the most amazing moment you know in game, and you think, oh, this is brilliant, you know, they're talking about it for ages because the whole point of the game is that you know there's no two games the same because you, you know you, the, the loot's littered a bit all over the shop, and you know you, the, the, although it's the same type of game, you know every game is a little bit different because of things that happen. 
But we haven't played this now since we won, since we got our chicken dinner, which is the, you know, winner, winner, chicken dinner. That's the thing, <laughs> uh, which sounds fucking shit, I have to say. But, uh, you know, people jizz all over it. Is since we've won and we've actually, we've not gone back to it. And I think I've had my fill of these games. And now, I, I, before I went off um, Twitter, I got into a conversation with Chris O'Regan, who plays it a lot. Um, and I said, don't you, when you win, isn't that it? You know, you've kind of, that that's the whole appeal of the game. But then once you've done that, don't you just lose interest? And he said, no, because then you kind of, you get the, that, the adrenaline, you know, and that sort of like desire to actually want to do it again. Well, for me, that's gone. I've just, now I've done it and I've achieved that. I'm not interested anymore. I dare say, yeah. if I fired it up again, like, and I played a game, a few games with Wayne, we'd get back into it, you know, because it is fun and tense and exciting. But now I've done it, I've done it, and I've got, I've got no, I can't be asked with it, any, you know, trying it all. I don't know, maybe it's just, it's just not for me, I don't know, I'm not sure. It's, now it's, I'm done, I've done it. Uh, have you, either of you got any interest in, in, in these games, or? No, mm. I, no. Yeah. I literally, I'll just, I'll end up, Going in Rambo, dying. Going, in, I wouldn't last five minutes. Yeah, I'm too impatient. Yeah, and I don't want every game to become this. Which no, is... but I love the concept. I was speaking to my mm. son about it the other day, and he was very much like he's played PUBG quite a lot at one point, and he doesn't like it now at all. But he said he got to one point where he got down to him, and it been him and one last guy, yeah. you know, out of a hundred. And he said it was so amazing, but then died. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. so it's kind of, um, that, that would probably make me rage. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. there's no second, is there? Do you know what I mean? There's nothing, <laughs> there's nothing other than, you want to win, don't you? Do yeah, you know I mean? yeah so that's, that's yeah. the whole point of it, yeah. So, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I'll just sort of chime in on it all. So, um, uh, Sea of Thieves, uh, so Ooh. this is the next big exclusive on the Xbox and PC, and I, I've only really played a couple of hours of it, so I don't feel like I'm really that qualified to, to talk about about it massively other than to give my first impressions and again it's one of those games where you know there's loads of games now like Destiny 2 um, I'm trying to think The Division uh, games where it's sort of like it's a service almost and you get the game yeah. but then there's it's almost, it kind of it, it drip feeds things for you just to keep you interested do you know what I mean um, yeah so with with it i mean it looks great and everything it's got a really nice kind of design it's rare's first game for a while you know so uh and it's it's quite popular from all, all accounts everything i read about it but um you, you can play with a mate again similar to PUBG and those types of games where you know you can play on your own you can play with two friends or four three or four friends and you you know you're a pirate basically and you go off and you you, you sail your ship you go to islands and you uh pick up treasure and you fight skeletons and you can get loot and and everything else and uh as everybody else says the sea is looks amazing it does look amazing you know it's it's very realistic looking and you start off on this island and you there's different traders and they have different you can build up reputations with them uh you know and by getting different goods for them and I, I have to say, I played it for a couple of hours with Wayne again, and and you go off and you get your ship and you play, you know, each of you, one of you does the sails and one of you steers and one of you gets on the map and one of you plots your, your, your course and, and then you go off on this island, you get your treasure and then you go off and you take it to somebody else and I got really bored with it really quickly, I have to say, just, it, it seemed a bit... An, I need a bit more narrative. I need a bit more to keep me, like, 
go in and you can already you can see behind the the, the kind of the curtain a little bit and you're thinking it's just a big grind fest you know just to get things to either tart up your ship or to you know get better it, it, get better equipment you know is it the is it the kind of thing they're going to just add more content gradually and that's i think so yeah they've already said that there's going to be different things for it but it just didn't i mean i think i heard uh, chris o'regan describe it as a bit like elite well i've never really played elite and i've not played elite dangerous but and i you know i know the appeal of those games is that you can go off and do whatever you want and you know trade cre- stuff. Cre- cre- create your own narrative as well yeah kind of. and, and i yeah. I just it, I just didn't get it. It, you know, and I just I've got no desire to go back to it. So, but then saying that, you know, a lot of people really do love it. So, well, fair play to them. I'm surprised by it because I've seen a lot of a lot of people and articles and that moan that there's a lack of content in the game. That you know, you play for a couple of hours. That's pretty much it. I consider it's a game that Microsoft have been showing for like three years, and it's like their big. You know their big game, which they've been banging on about for ages, to have people complain after a couple of days that there's a lack of things to do, I thought was quite shocking, really. Mm. I mean, it, how is it in the sense of it's rare? Like, is, has it got those rare touches? As yeah, in... yeah, yeah. You know, there's there's like little comedy touches and there's little funny things happening, and it looks, you know, yeah. the, the 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 combat's nothing amazing. You know, you've got a pistol and you've got a, a cutlass, and you can fight skeletons and everything. And it kind of feels a bit light and a bit loose. You know what I mean? It, 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 the combat isn't particularly amazing or anything like like that, and I've always, you know, first that's why Skyrim doesn't really click with me particularly because the first person combat with a sword just doesn't seem to work very well for me. With a gun, no problem, but with a sword, I don't know. It just doesn't. I don't know. I've, 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 there's a lack of feedback. I'm actually wondering whether with a game like Skyrim, you should go a bit more mage style. Do you, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and I, I have got that on the Switch, but I, st- I haven't put any time into it at all, no. really. So, but I, you know, I think that'd work better for me as a Switch game. But mm. uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those. It's on Game Pass. If people want to try it, you know, if you subscribe to Game Pass for a month, you get this game for free, which is Microsoft's new big thing. Which I don't know what you guys think about that. Um, it, there's been a lot of well, a lot, a fair bit of controversy, in as much as some shops are refusing to stock Microsoft games because it's. You know that there's no resale value, or you know, uh, mm. and trading value for for them. So you know, we'll see. I mean, how, how does how, how does Game Pass work then? I actually literally know nothing about it. So you can, it's basically kind of like a Netflix service f- for video games on the Xbox, uh, <laughs> and uh, so you can. But instead of streaming games like PlayStation now is, you can actually download them. So there's a, there's a library of games. Uh, Xbox One games, Xbox 360 games, and I think there's a couple of Xbox original games on there. Uh, and you can just download them. So if you subscribe for nine ninety nine a month or whatever it is, you can then get those games and play them for as long so, as you subscribe. The so thing- it's a bit like hum- Humble Trove, similar thing. Um, Humble Bundle Trove, is that right? I don't know what that is, what the Trove is. What's? Yeah, yeah, literally the same thing. Like If you subscribe to the Humble Bundle, then you can just go and there's a Trove area where you can just download these games. They okay. come as a part of the thing. Or, or it's a bit like PlayStation Plus then, I suppose. Yeah, yeah but, but you, you know, there's, a, there's a quite a big library of games, you know what I mean? Um, right. So, but um, their, their new big thing, well, it's not new anymore, but their thing is that any Xbox One exclusives from now on in, so like, you know, Sea of Thieves... Uh, you don't actually and, have to. And... 
yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, good, good point. Um, you know, they're exclusive games. So, like, say, if Forza Horizon 4 is it announced at, um, at the E3, that if you, you don't have to buy that, you, you can actually... It's like a rental service, you know. It's like the EA, it's like EA's thing. Then. EA access, no, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, same thing. So, right, same, okay. same thing, but, you know. Yeah. So, you know, it's... It's it's a risky strategy, I guess, but you know it's it, uh, you know but still, um, but the my I suppose my highlight of because uh, I've had a bit of a weird sort of thing since I stopped doing the podcast. I've just whether it's a, lot, a lack of time or whether you know because last year I completed fifty games, which was a bit mental thinking about it. I've actually only completed six games so far, and we're into May. Um, and one of those I did with my daughter, which we started about two years ago. So, and and it's kind of, I just, I don't know. I've I've kind of think I've fallen, not fallen out of love with game. And I just haven't had as much time to dedicate to it like I used to. Which you know is perhaps that maybe not doing a gaming podcast. You know, you you don't feel yeah. like you have to play a game in some ways. Yeah. Like I was hoping that I could have probably completed The Witcher Three by now, but I I, I, I started it again, and. Um, I just it's, that must be quite a tough game to go back to. If it, if it, well, if in it, some ways, yes, yes and no, because I'm cho- I was yeah. kind of changing up the the way that I've, I've made choices, you know. So doing that whole bloody Baron thing was actually quite fun to go back. And What's the thing? You had to start it right from the start again, didn't you? But then this is the thing. oh, so you mean you started it again? Shit! Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, well, this uh. is the, the PC wanker in me because I played it on PlayStation Four originally. Well, now I'm playing it on PC, so it's quite actually quite nice yeah. to look at it and think. This looks fucking amazing, you know, and he plays, yeah. you know, and so sorry, I, I won't do that again. <laughs> See, I didn't know how long it was going to be before one of us did this. Yeah. But, but how yeah. many hours? How many hours did you lose then? Um, I think I played it for like 140. Oh, oh, I don't care if it hours. sucked my nipples when I was playing, I couldn't, I couldn't start again. <laughs> but oh, say, 114 hours. But say, saying that. Yeah, but, but, but hold on, but then to actually, when you haven't played it for a while, no matter how many hours you put into it, it must be quite tough dropping yourself in at that level. There'd come a point where I think, right, I know the controls again now. And, now oh, I don't I, think it's and as the more I play it, I remember what happened. And it'd be like, uh, oh, I can, uh, uh, my memory's too see, good. I, See, I find The Witcher to be a hard game to just drop yourself back. I mean, I've only done like 10 hours, right? But every time I I go back to it, I don't think it is as simple as just getting used to those controls. It's not that simple. I think it's quite tough. Mm. See, I I could... I'm shit at games. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I can drop in and out of it, to be fair. But it's just... I don't know. I just... The thing for me, I've been finding a lot of time... I've just playing like, like I said, daft little games like Rocket League. Say it's not a daft yeah. little game, but I'm much happier <laughs> just playing that for ten, twenty minutes at a time mm. because it's that gives me that quick kind of you know gaming. Um, You've basically turned into me. That's what you're trying that, to say. I think so. Yeah, that that quick yeah. kind, of, kind of gaming buzz where I don't need to commit to it, but it gives me that satisfaction of actually playing a game and I'm having fun with it. You know, rather than yeah. just sitting down and playing a game. And I think that's why. So saying that though, the game that's kind of got me back into it is uh, Far Cry Five. Mm. Um, oh yeah. Now I love Far Cry Four. Just I, you know, I'd, never, I'd not really played Far Cry up until that point, so I missed out on three. I didn't really play hardly any of two. I played Far Cry on the Xbox 360, which I think is a different. I think it's a different game altogether than the PC version. But still, so so Far Cry Four for me was a massive eye opener because I know that I think you played three a bit, didn't you, Ben? And did I did. Yeah. And, um, 
yeah, Far Cry 4 I thought was fantastic again, yeah. but I'm never going to complete these games, but I thought that was a real step up. But I've, I've seen a, a couple of your little, you sent a few little videos, didn't you, or, or, or little bits, and yeah, it looks amazing. But you know, every time I speak to my son about these sort of things, he has no time for Far Cry, no time for any of the um, Assassin's Creed. He just kind of feels like they're exactly the same yeah. fucking games. And, and, and yeah. there's an element of truth to that. I mean, Far Cry 4, you can argue the only thing that's really different between 4 and 5 is the setting and the story and the characters. Because essentially the gameplay is pretty much spot on. Same, you, you harvest plants and you get weapons and you shoot people. And, and that's it really, you know, even the interface and everything it looks the same. So you, mm. you're kind of transporting that to that. I think the, the thing with Five, I mean, it's, it's set in in Montana in in America, and there was this whole big deal. The story made it a bit, you know, it's this kind of religious cult that's taken over the, uh, this area, and you know, you, you're this marshal that goes in, and you have to uh, shoot people. Essentially, that's what it boils down to. Um, but it looks amazing. It plays really well. It, I, I think what I like about it, what I really like about it, is the whole open world aspect to it and that you can you can there's a narrative and the story and the side missions but you can get into a vehicle whether it's a plane uh, a helicopter a truck whatever and like all the vehicles all say all the vehicles a lot of the vehicles have got weapons on them which just makes them even cooler as well um but and you can just go off and do random shit and it feels a little bit although there is the story and side missions and everything but it feels like Something that my, might ha- might happen in my game might not happen in your game because of just the random nature of me getting into a tear with just mm-hmm. these these people and then like a load of other people turn up and then uh, like I shoot a plane out the sky and it just you know with a sniper rifle and there's that aspect to it the co-op in it is really good fun I've been playing a lot of it in co-op but then I've been playing a lot of it on my own um, and I think the thing with it is if you liked Far Cry Four and you're happy with that kind of game, then you're going to be really happy with Far Cry 5, you know. But it doesn't yeah. do anything massively different. I've got Primal to play, and I've not pr- played that, but I've heard that's a little bit different in as much obviously it's not a first-person shooter as such. But, um, but I've, you know, it's really good. It's a really solid game, you know. Um, the story, is, I wouldn't say it's disappointing in some ways, but I think a lot more was made of it than actually, you know, the main character... He start he, he appears in it and then he fucks off. You know you don't see him for ages. Well, well, actually, the funny thing about that about four Far Cry four, I thought he was a really good villain. That guy in that, yeah, um, the blonde haired guy. I think, is it similar to that? Is it got a similar kind of? Yeah, you know, I think the whole, the thing with the the villains in three, four, and five is that yeah. they're all kind of you know quite quirky or charismatic or you know they're actually quite interesting. Now with yeah. this one, you've got the main dude, the main religious Jesus type bloke. Uh, should we call him and then he's got brothers and sisters and so the game is split up with you building up a resistance with the local the locals and everything else to then take them on it does do a weird thing with the story um and neil taylor from game burst explained this quite well uh in as much as that there's certain parts of the story where essentially you might as well just put the controller down because then instead of you choosing to carry on the narrative, when you've built up a certain amount of resistance, they say, we're going to send somebody out to shoot you with a, they call it a bliss bullet, which it like tranquilizes you. And then you go off and, and you then, to carry on the story, you know, you don't really have any say in that. 
you know, instead of saying, right, it, go to this point now to carry on the next mission in the story, to continue the story, you actually get kidnapped. And it, apparent right. from what he said, it does that throughout the, the story, you know, you get kidnapped a lot, which to me is a bit fucking stupid, if I'm honest with you. Why not just say, go here to go to the next story mission? You know what I mean? So, yeah. You might as well just put the controller down because you know that it, you, the bad guys are coming for you. Well, there's nothing you could do because you know you, as soon as you get shot, you're going to get taken to the next section in the story. But it's fantastic, looks amazing, plays really well. It is a bit, I, and I know get again referencing Game Burst a lot, but Gary, he won't touch these games with a barge pole. Um, they are, the, the, it is a bit gratuitous in places, you know. It's violent unnecessarily, I think, in some ways, you know. makes me It made me cringe in, 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 a, in some ways. And you just think, yeah, it's a bit over the top. But, well, a bit, bit Tomb Raider type thing going on. Is uh, uh, I don't know, it's just, it, there's the bits where, you know, people are getting that, yeah, they, they like, you know, because they have the, the sort of Seven Deadly Sins tattooed all over them. So one of, in one place, like a bloke, because he's got sinner on him, they they take a pound of flesh off him. You know what I mean? And and actually kind of right. make make you watch. And I think, yeah, I'd have to, I'd, I don't know. I don't really fancy that. Do you know what I mean? I don't know if it's I'm getting yeah. older. I just think it's a bit over the top for the sake of it. You know, so, but other than that, it's great. It really is good good fun. So yeah, that's nice. it. That's that's all my games. Um, awesome. So mm. should we move on to our next section? Should we? Do we need? Do people need a piece? A quick piece. I'm all right, but I'm fine. Are you sure? <laughs> do you need to go for another, you need to go for another wee wee? I think I'm getting older. I do need a quick piss. I'll be very quickly. I promise you. I, I, I will wash. Actually, my hat. go on. Actually, I'm gonna go grab myself another bottle of wine. Why? Fuck <laughs> it. <laughs> okay, back in a sec then. Welcome back to our, well, I won't call it a topic as such, but um, something what we, again, um, things haven't changed much from when we did the same coins, but we've decided that we're going to talk about uh, games from our childhood that kind of mean something to us. And then maybe we'll do topics, you know, when E3's on or some other, you know, bullshit that happens. We'll mix it up, but we'll just, for the first show, we'll keep it to what we know. Um, And again, with the alphabet, um, Mm. we went with Adam and he's picked a couple of games for us to talk about and to to go back to. Uh, So, Adam, go on, take it away. It was Fist Adam week, where I get lumbered with everything. <laughs> so... yeah, next week, it, well, next month, it'll be um, Ben's turn. Yeah. <laughs> I just chose a couple of couple of games that I remember being some of the earliest ones that I played in the arcade uh, when I was small and fragile and virginial, if that's a word, which it isn't. <laughs> well, apart from my uncle. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so I chose Kung Fu Master and Enduro Racer. See, before you start talking about it as well, Kung Fu Master is literally one of my favourite games of all time in the arcade. Yeah. Oh, the, the arcade's fine. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. It's a little bit, 
It's a little bit shocking once you start looking through the catalogue of home versions, which, by the way, if you looked at the box art back in the day, you thought it was arcade perfect. <laughs> yeah. I love all I love all that shit. But yeah, yeah. A Kung Fu Master uh, from 1984. But it's just crazy yeah. to think about it. Um, mm. You know, I'd have been well eight years old. Um, uh, but I, I, I probably would have played it when I was about nine or ten, maybe. But yeah, similar to you, it's my first arcade, one of my first arcade experiences, you know. Um, so go on, describe the game to to us then. Oh, I didn't know how to do that. Um, okay, <laughs> you you play right. Okay, if I can remember rightly, uh, has is it your girlfriend or your sister's been kidnapped? Sylvia. Oh, that's all right. I was about to say Shirley. <laughs> 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 yeah, so it's well, a kind of side-scrolling uh, beat 'em up, although it's not really. Um, and you making your way up five floors to rescue Sylvia, who apparently has been kidnapped for some reason. Um, couple of unusual, well, one unusual thing is that it scrolls. Well, no, it doesn't scroll left to right. Does it? You fucking what? First level scrolls from right to left. Right to yeah. left. Yeah, which but, is but a lot of the, but the art of the, the home versions didn't tend to do that, did they? I think they started left to right like a standard game, if I remember rightly. Well, there was a couple. Of, yeah, I didn't notice that. There, yeah, there was a couple. That yeah, did that. yeah. Um, and it turns out that I'd never seen past floor one, which means I was shit at it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Can I just say something very, very quickly? This is one of those games that I could put ten p in and probably get to floor four no every way. time. No, one hundred. I promise you. This is one of my one of my arcade games that I would literally, honestly, and it's even now if I whack it on Mame, I literally probably get to fl- first floor. Uh, sorry, th- full floor, and one credit. Joking. I promise you, it's literal muscle memory. I remember all the levels. It's fantastic. It's so cool. The whole intro, you know, you see his little hands holding up the little letter from Sylvia Mm. or or from the dude. Who is it? Someone like Drax or something. I don't know what the fucking henchman's name is. Mr. X. And And then you put your coins in. It's like, what up? Yeah. Honestly, I, I was so into Bruce Lee, you know, as a kid and that. And this was, to me, with the nearest that you could be Bruce Lee in. It was just fantastic. Yeah. Although, for the, the you know, uh, it's actually based upon, um, I think, Spartan X is the um, Japanese version, which which is a Jackie Chan film, isn't it? So, yeah. But, yeah, it's just an amazing game. It really, really is. I think I think it really holds up still, the arcade version. I think it really does. Um, yeah. It's a score chaser as well, which as a kid... You didn't play it like a score chaser. No, do you, do you know what I mean? Know that. No, but it is. If you go, if you run through it fisting everybody, you get <laughs> you, you, you get two hundred points per per hit rather than a hundred points if you just go for the kicks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because everyone prefers the is the kick just got a better range on it. Definitely, because yeah. you can. You it has can better it's, it is. It is. It's, there's a sort of jump kick, a punch jump. kick, and a low yeah. kick. Isn't there? Yeah. See, there's that thing that. Go on. Sorry. There's that hugging thing, isn't there? If you get trapped in that yeah. hugging moment, <laughs> three, three or four dudes sitting in that clasp, and you know yeah. that's it. You're done. You like being re- gang raped. It's like, you know, it's, it's <laughs> um, but uh, for as much as I'm saying about the one credit thing, I probably couldn't do it first turn. But I, I literally got that good at this game that I could easily get to level four at one, you know, one point, which was good as a kid because it was like 10p ago when I used to play it in the arcades yeah. and, you know. Yeah, it's, it's one of those ones... The... Oops, sorry. 
No, it's right. It's one of those ones that that, that game lasted for years. It's, it's amazing to think that was 1984, and yet just, just two or three years later, the, 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 the graphic difference when you saw Double Dragon was crazy. Yeah. Like a crazy leap. But yeah, still a fantastic game. I never remember this not being in the Pikey Fair when it came to ICU. Yeah. <laughs> always there. Yeah. yeah, I think the, I'm, I'm totally with you on it. It's, it just reminds you of Bruce Lee, even though it's not Bruce yeah. Lee. Just down to the yeah. kicks, the kicks, you know, yeah. and the, the sound effects, you know, like you said. Yeah. Um, but I played this recently. <laughs> I, I, I wrote a little review and I did a video, you know, on which is on YouTube and the website, whatever. And I couldn't, I could get to the second level, and I couldn't get yeah. halfway, even halfway. Across. What on the arcade? Yeah. Yeah. Oh fuck! That's what I got to. Serious? Really? I, Honestly, I, I... It was too fucking random. I was expecting more fellas to kick, and there's fucking dragons and snakes and ball you, things. Did, yeah, but that, that snake level, there's literally a pattern. And, it, and it's, I, I reckon you could put me on that second level right now, and I'd breeze through it. Honestly. Because uh, I just remember all the patterns. And you know, you get the little spinning, like I want to say, like a disco, disco ball type thing going yeah. on, which spurts out all that shit. Those there, the timing of it, you should literally just do a fly and kick into it. It just takes it out it's just amazing and then did, you, you, never seen you know that, really well, you <laughs> not must... i played it this time I, I must i didn't even know there was a boss at the end of the first level you are kidding what, the stick man yeah i was only fucking five when i played it <laughs> <laughs> but, but i love the end of level bosses on as well I, it, it sort of it makes me think about the game of death which yes. is a bruce lee mm, film yeah. you know going up the levels and that sort of thing and um you, which you must remember the little midgets that do the spinning jumps all <laughs> yeah, over yeah, the t- yeah. <laughs> uh, only <laughs> from the spectrum version though i never got in the arcade version you are kidding <laughs> oh no, no, I've, I, I, reckon, no I, I reckon i've actually found a game that i might be good at yeah, definitely. Yeah. There's, yeah. Even, there's even a point in, again, in the video, you don't believe me, where there's, like, a knife dude on the left and a knife dude on the right. One throws one down by my feet, one throws one by my fucking head. I'm like, what ah. What you meant to do with that is not stand... Right, it's all about... Right, if you're when you see these dudes, they're usually running up behind you, and if you sort of face them, they sort of stop and pause and that sort of shit. Yeah. Well, if you just keep running, okay, and make sure you duck. If you duck, basically, he's going to throw the knife under you with me down below. So all you do is duck, make him throw the knife, and you just jump kick into the other one. It's like it's literally there's a pattern and a routine oh, to playing this game. It's more like a it's like Honestly, a rhythm action game. Isn't it's it? a rhythm it's action game, kind of. Yeah. 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 Oh, but uh, yeah. I mean, so it, it's. I think it's still like you. I think it's still a cracking game. The mm. fact that you know the very fact that it's nearly thirty-five years old and it still holds up, still Jeez. be playable, uh, yeah. is mental. But the spe- <laughs> it, hold, it holds up to start the Specky version. The, 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 well, this thing, see, I love the Spectrum version when I was a kid because, like you said, I love the arcade version and I saw past all of the things that I can see now that make it shit. But, you know, down to the graphics, the slow crawl across the screen, um, yeah. you know, the sound, the... Yeah, yeah, but... And I played that a lot, and I did get fairly far in it. I got to the point where you have the midget stack in you. Know? Is, that level... <laughs> Is that floor three? Is it? Or... Floor three, yeah. Yeah, so I must yeah. have got that far on the specy version, but the, the arcade, fuck me, that's... Yeah, but the, the level of intensity on the home ports was nothing like the arcade, was it? It was, it was kind of... Not many on screen. It was a slower pace. I mean, to me, it was too slow. The home ports, pretty much, like it was like snail's pace. It was t- too difficult to play. I tried the NES version, which isn't bad actually for for a NES game. It was nice and smooth anyway, and they did seem to mix and match the enemies a little bit, so they weren't the same every time we played it, which was quite nice. 
What is what is the MSX? Oh, it's a fantastic Japanese machine. Tell you um, what, that that version is awful. My it, God. The, yeah. M- the MSX that was because that had a uh, the, the original was it the original Metal Gear Solid on it. They they are fantastic. Games. And because I remember when we did the same coin, Chris O'Regan chastised me for not mentioning the MSX. Well, I didn't have one, and I never played on one, so I couldn't. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can't talk about something I've not had. Or have you have you got one, Ben? Uh, not at all. They, they were not very big in this country, oh, that, okay. if, if if at all. From from memory, I'm pretty sure pretty much more eastern countries and that. But the thing with the MSX, it was really quite a powerful system. Um, okay, you wouldn't think it from its conversion, Jesus. No, no, but it's like that. That was bad. But if you actually saw Metal Gear, they actually yeah. they're, they're the two original Metal Gear games, which I think came out on one of the Metal Gear Solid games, didn't it? As a like a, a was it on the Metal Gear Solid collection? I think you, they were their little hidden games I in there as well. Was, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, very similar to the NES, you know, the NES versions as well. But those, mm. those MSX games, yeah. But I don't think there was any decent home ports of Kung Fu Master. Yeah, the, the Atari every... 2600 certainly wasn't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they released every single bit of shit on that system, didn't they? Yeah. That, that was way above its capabilities. But, oh, fucking yeah. hell. <laughs> yeah, that was bad. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, the box art for the Spectrum version as well. I mean, even that looks a bit ropey <laughs> you know um but yeah it's it's still on the the arcade is a, yeah. a brilliant game really fun you know and then that music you can see why the arcade was king back then yeah definitely yeah. so um but then go on what's the other game that you you just picked Enduro Racer which is a motorbike racing game um I only chose this one because Cool. Years ago, I wrote you an email about um, playing in the Pikey Fair again uh, <laughs> with, my, with my mate. We were playing Enduro Racer, which had uh, some handlebars on the arcade yeah. machine. And his dad walked in and got pissed off at us for taking too long, and he walked outside, fell in a puddle, stripped down to his pants, and drove us home in his pants. <laughs> but, uh, so this is the game we were playing. Uh, all I remembered was... That's a bit of an elaborate, elaborate way for him to get his clothes off. I was just you know going to say, that <laughs> yeah. sounds like a, some Jimmy Savile shit there. <laughs> oh, I'm just accidentally dropped in a puddle. Let me strip down. They're <laughs> all wet and see-through. But, um, but that was like, back in the day when the arcades had the gimmicks, like the actual handlebars yeah. that you pull yeah. back on and stuff. Pull back to do a wheelie. Awesome. That, that was the thing. Yeah. That was the thing I remembered was you pull back to do a wheelie and you you do a jump. That was pretty yeah. much I remember I spent loads of money on it and i was shit at that as well that, but that was a good era for sega wasn't it? that was like around space harriers time and that sort of thing that i, I loved it back then hang on and all of that. that i loved sega back then and obviously outrun the next the yes. following year and stuff and yeah, yeah it, crazy it kind of, times it reminded me um a lot of i mean i think this is the, basically like a motocross version of hang on isn't it you know uh, yeah but yeah. um in as much as that you get a little map at the end of it which tells you how far you got to the you know to get to the next checkpoint um yeah. so but the, uh, it's weird i don't have any major memories of enduro racer in the arcade i can remember the handlebars and everything but i don't remember the sit-on version whereas with super hang on or wherever it was or hang on i remember playing that and sitting on the motorbike yeah, yeah. whereas yeah. i don't remember that so much with this one and i think i can't remember it, even playing it now can't remember the arcade playing but it. hang on sorry enduro racer wasn't a sit down no it? that was just a stand just, up, the, just the hand handlebars yeah. yeah i mean i'm looking at a picture of the arcade now and there is a sit down version of it oh, whether okay. that came out but uh <laughs> not, not at the pikey fair yeah <laughs> 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 they have to nick it 
<laughs> but um, yeah, it's. I, I played the Sega Master System version as well, which changes yeah. it entirely. You know, to yeah, like a, isometric, um, similar to like Return of the Jedi. On you know, if you remember that on the arcade, and which yeah. is like that kind of viewpoint and everything. It's all right, you know. I think to be fair, yeah. it's quite good fun. Um, I mean. I appreciate the fact that when I mean, people moan about games being... Uh, how much were Master System games? Were they 30 quid? Oh, God, probably, yeah. yeah. I think so, yeah. yeah. Because yeah, on the, the Master System version, it's got 10 little stages, hasn't it? And your time to beat is 10 minutes. So the entire game is lasts for 10 minutes. Yeah. I didn't realise that, actually. Well, yeah. I was saying that. And, sorry, the, this, only, this says it's 10 stages, but stages uh, 6 to 10 are the same as 1 to 5, but you just got more things to overtake. Yeah. Yeah, well, like you said, we had good imaginations back then, mm. didn't we? So it's playable though. I quite enjoyed it. I don't know about you uh, when you, because obviously you timed the whole idea of this game is to get round the the the, um, the course, isn't it? But yeah. to jump over all the boulders that like sporadically yeah. left on the course, right? So the idea is you hit these ramps and then you pull back on the joystick because I used to play the Amstrad version as well obviously oh, back in the day I tried that Jesus oh, it's dire yeah it's uh, <laughs> a specky, the, specky, the specky version I've tried as well which was actually one of the better versions out there but the thing with it I don't know about you but I always end up jumping and because you have no control obviously with the bike yeah. in the air you just you jump into the fucking corner yeah. Of, yeah, of the, the, a bend would uh, happen you just crash a into bend, the side and it's like, like if you play the, the actual arcade version Again, next to the home console version, it's like literally head and shoulders above it. Again, it's like... But I remember games like Enduro Racer being a really good arcade conversion. I, I <laughs> generally do. But I don't think it is so much, is it, these days? No. I don't think it... It's not, it's not like you chase HQ, is it? You no, know what I mean? God, Which no, still no. really holds up, you know? So, yeah. Yeah, I played the Amstrad version, and I mean, fucking hell, the first time ever I get to mention frame rate... Um, that thing, I'm sure that thing was going down to about three frames a second if that increases. That was bad. We didn't mind back in the day. You know? No, mm-hmm. no. But you, what you were saying there about being able to control where you're going in the air, the Master System yeah. version, you can do that. Uh, yeah. You can sort of move about in the air, which is a bit weird. Yeah, because yeah. I, I, I've not played the arcade much. I actually thought it was really cool. And, and also, I, I kind of got a bit hypnotised by the movement of the road. Which <laughs> yeah. sort of like the way it bumps up and down and moves. It just kind of like, oh, I was like transfixed by the, the yeah. road. It's really weird, <laughs> which I've never really noticed before with games like Outrun or, uh, you know, Hang On. But this, the road in this just seemed to, like, it was like a watching Medusa's tail or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm actually just trying to remember, because when you play games like Outrun, it's actually the road that turns, not the vehicle yeah. is that right okay so is that the same with enduro racer because i get the feeling with enduro racer the actual bike moves on the screen or does it not is it still that same technology think, of the road moving yeah i think yeah you shuffle the sprite from side to side don't you? but it's the road itself that's the road itself that moves yeah 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 mm. but it's still it's fun yeah you know it was uh still a, like i said cool that they changed up the master system version completely really mm. um so, would would you recommend people go back and play either of these games? Both in arcade, yes, one hundred percent. Arcade, yes. If you've got an emulator, the Master System version of, of Enduro Ace is interesting because it's so different, uh, and I would avoid everything else. But is this going to be one of those ones where someone says to us, "Yeah, but you've only literally not spoken about this amazing home version"? Do you know what I mean? Because we haven't tried them all, so I don't know. 
there could be a really good home version of these games somewhere. Mm. I'm sure somebody <laughs> will will remind us. Tell <laughs> yeah. us uh, you know, but, yeah. but uh, anyway, we did get a little bit of correspondence because I did. I asked Dave to put it out on there as well. So, um, but uh, I don't think you've got. Well, not that you need access to it, but it, no. if you need to have a look at the the Twitter page for the 60 Minutes thing. Shall I just read them out for now and then yeah, next, next yeah. time? So anyway, Adam Belcher, good old Bortang, Ooh. Uh, had for Kung Fu Master on the C64. Uh, the theme tune was awesome. <laughs> Can remember not being very good at it. And then uh, Run Dave Run at Yellowbug1969. Loved Kung Fu Master in the arcades. Just for the sound and Bruce Lee-type noises the fighter made when hitting opponents. Sadly, the Specky Home version was a bit shit. And then, uh, finally, Steve Norman at Steve Norman says, Interesting, you pick the best arcade version ever done on the Spectrum, and the worst. I'd slip my Tempe's into the Kung Fu Master Arcade machine before Enduro Racer, though. Good luck with the show. There you go. See, interestingly, with Sega games as well, like for I'm usually like the music itself is usually really memorable, like Space Harrier, Outrun, all that shit. I would never know what Enduro Racer sounds no. like. No, I was just at while all. you were talking, I was trying to think of what it was. Yeah. All I had was um, bloody Outrun in my head, and yeah. I know it's not that. Really so, unusual for a Sega yeah. game. Well, yeah. who knows? It might pop up in the edit. You know. Oh, <laughs> <I see>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so there you go uh, but that's it cool um, we'll next week uh, not next week fuck next me. week next month <laughs> sorry yeah sorry I, I lulled you into full sense of security we're doing this next week and <laughs> you can't get out of it now uh, no next month uh, Ben you can pick a couple of games and then Ooh. again well maybe you know because we're doing the monthly if there's any particular game from whatever era you can pick mm. it because we'll have time to play it you know so um, you know Whatever you can pick a couple of games and just we'll we'll talk about cool. them next time. So there you go. Nice. Um, should we should we move on to the the shout outs part of the show again? Not, nothing original, just uh, <laughs> you know. But what? If it's not broke, don't fix it. Exactly. exactly. So anyway, back in a sec. <laughs> Yes, shout outs. So, why not? We've done it all fucking night, so we'll carry on with this team. Adam, have you got any shout outs? Oh, for fuck's sake. Um, Sorry, it'll get old the... soon. We won't do yeah. it next week, but you know. <laughs> the, the, ob- the, obvious, <laughs> the obvious choice is you two twats, because oh. this has been awesome again. Yeah, we've been away for fucking ages, and like I said, this is the first time we've actually spoken together since December, and I've enjoyed every minute of this, so this has been awesome. Um, 
I suppose I best thank our new ancient evil overlord, uh, Dave. Who, by the way, needs some sort of stitch up on his arsehole. Because that fart that you said, <laughs> right? That was scary <laughs> shit. Is that what happens when you hit 50? That, I mean, literally. Do you know what I mean? It was awful. Well, I'm... Is that why you can't do every entertainment show with you now? Because he's having sphincter surgery. Because that was... <laughs> I think what did it was uh, Tina's been a bit rough with the old strap on. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what? I can so picture that as well. That's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, but yeah, go on. Sorry, Adam. I think, I think, to be honest, first show, that's it. You two, because because we're here and Dave, because he's letting us do it. Oh, well, he's not letting us do it. Well, he kind of is, but he's not. You know. Well, he probably doesn't yeah. know because the old you know, Parkinson's will be kicking in or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, go on then, Ben. The only thing I do look forward to with Parkinson's is literally the wanking. <laughs> 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 okay. Yeah, obviously you two. <laughs> that, if, the, if this was a film, that would appear on the movie. Quote. That would be like the quote of the film. <laughs> <laughs> the quote of the podcast. Boom. Right, yeah, you guys. Honestly, for me, it's like there's, there's been that little itching thing of, you know, when you first stop doing a podcast, I mean, it's like you think, oh, I'm never going to do it. I can't do it again. But I think the whole monthly format thing is awesome for me. Yeah, It would actually give me – it's not like a pressure. I think you never know down the line. It might end up being a bit too long in between. I don't know. I'm just thinking yeah, it no, might. I was but, thinking that, you but, know. If, if, yeah. if, we, if we do, you know, if we do decide that, you know, we want to do what, like a, a you know, one – for, for whatever I'm saying, the, yeah. the, the the very least people shall absolutely help for is a month. Absolutely, long. and if we do any yeah. more, it's a bonus. You know what I mean? So, exactly, but exactly. No but you two guys on in, on any of us to say right, we've got to do it every week. Exactly. Or, so because that's, and, a, that's a lot of pressure, and, you know. And looking back, I'm surprised that we managed to do it as long as we did, you know. So, and it's nice to not be pressurised on it being a Monday night. Does that make sense? Like it could be whenever we're all yeah. free. Yeah, well, like, was, yeah, we would yeah. have done this a couple of days ago, but for one reason or another, we. <laughs> Didn't, uh, but it, it doesn't matter, you know what I mean? Uh, we can do it exactly. whenever we're free. So, Okay, yeah, so you two guys, amazing. Um, obviously, Dave, for having the flabbiest ass ever. Um, <laughs> but but um, just just literally just to be back is fantastic. And obviously, my missus for the best blowjobs in the world. Yep. So there we go. Well, yeah, I, I can't fault you on those. Uh, for me, yeah. It's, <laughs> so... How do you know? <laughs> <laughs> I said that without thinking, but uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, same similar to you. Yeah, echo you, you guys. You know, thank you for well saying yes that you you come along and and do the shows. It'd be a bit lonely doing them on my own, I guess. Uh, although I have done a few monologue shows, but uh, you know, it's it's definitely great to be back behind the you know the mic with you chaps and. Have a good old laugh. It's been a while since I've laughed like this, I'll be honest with you. Probably, well, about nearly five months. Uh, <laughs> so, but, uh, no, thank you. I, I hope people enjoy it and, uh, you know, kind of... It, it don't take us seriously, but for God's no. sake. Um, the, the, I do have a podcast shout-out, though. Oh, sorry, Dave and Tina. Because Dave, Dave and Tina have been sending me messages all week saying, I hope you have a really good time and good luck and everything else. I'm thinking, like... This is just, you know, I'm, I don't build it up, fucking hell, you know. I, hope, I don't know what you're <laughs> expecting, but it's not going to be, you know, changing the world or anything like that, but still. Anyway, um, a, a podcast, I have to recommend it not only to you, but to everyone else, because I just think it's it's 
it's my new one of my new favourite podcasts. I ha- it's, it's so good. I've gone back and I've downloaded the whole back catalogue of like fifty odd podcasts from when it started. <laughs> the same coin. The same coin. <laughs> yeah. When it started about a year ago, or a year just over a year ago, um, and it's one that Dave recommended to me on the last entertainment show. And it's called Flintoff Savage and the Ping Pong Guy, and it's a uh, from BBC Five Live. And it's Freddie Flintoff, uh, Robbie Savage, and Matthew Said, who's um, it was the world. Oh, sorry, no, the British number one at ping pong. Uh, but he's a journalist now, writes for the Times and everything. And it's one of those podcasts that I didn't expect it to be as good as as I, it, it actually is. You know, it's really funny first and foremost. Now, I I didn't really like Robbie Savage. I must admit, when he first came onto the scene as a pundit, I thought you know he's quite refreshing because he tells it as it is and he's a bit stupid. Uh, but then as time went on, he grated on me, you know, because he just says stupid things. I think for the sake of it. And then uh, so it kind of put me off listening to it for that reason alone. But I've got to be honest with you. He's, not only is it really funny because. Freddie Flintoff and um, and and, and Matthew Said inevitably take the piss out of Robbie Savage. They're all taking the piss out of each other, but it's also really poignant and um, you know heartfelt. There's there's I've I've actually grown to love I think Robbie Savage you know because of some of the things that they talk about. They're very open and honest about their careers you know and it's not there's there's just a lot of really kind of honesty and I think kind of it, it made me think about us in some ways you know we just t- say stuff and we, we forget the people are listening a lot of the time uh, but they, uh, they yeah most, they, most definitely yeah they, they, <laughs> but they talk about things that you know a topic they have topics and stuff you know and, and kind of really um, relevant things that are happening and just kind of have their opinions on it and everything else but there's a bit, you know, talking about their poignancy, but there's a bit where Robbie Savage talks about where he kind of, when he went off to play for Man United, um, he was part of the whole class of 1992 and everything else, when he was 14 years old, and his experiences and everything else. And his, da- his dad, his father's no longer with us, sadly, and he's passed away and everything. But he, he, he talked about, you know, uh, this letter that his dad wrote to him when he was a kid, and about how he he was really proud of him and wishing him luck and everything else and you can imagine listening to him read out a letter that his dad wrote when he was 14 years old and then you know you think wow that was that's really fucking awesome do you know what I mean and it's a really good podcast it's funny like I said I've gone back and I'm going through the whole lot of them um, check it out. As I said, uh, it's called um, Flintoff Savage and the Ping Pong Guy, and it is really good, really good fun. So, see, yeah. I, I, I I was listening to the sixty minute show when Dave recommended that to you. Yeah, and I was kind of the same as you think, and I don't know if I can listen to that guy. Literally him, Savage. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So there, I'll, I'll check it out though. It's it's yeah, good. Definitely. Yeah, really good. I, I was kind of hooked after the first episode. You know, it's really good fun. So. Cool. Um, that's it. So, other than I've said, you two guys, thank you so much. I've had a really good night tonight. It's been fun. I'm, mm. I'm looking forward to editing this and getting it out so people can listen to it. So, um, leaves me to say, uh, you can find me. Although I won't, probably won't talk to you on Twitter <laughs> uh, <laughs> at Dastardly Jabby. Um, please check out 60minuteswith.co.uk for uh, you know reviews, all sorts of great stuff on there. Uh, check out the YouTube channel for retro reviews and all the podcasts can be found there and everywhere on Stitcher, uh, Audible, not Audible, oh, oh, what the fucking hell is it called? I don't know. Fucking find us everywhere. Um, Spotify, you on there? Spotify, that's the, that's the word I was looking yep. for, yeah. Um, Adam, where yeah. can people find you? You can find me at um, at eight mutterings. Probably like you, I'm I'm, I'm not very uh, yeah 
we, we just we, <laughs> slagged, we slagged off twi- Twitter for 20 minutes and there we're telling yeah. people to go and look for us there. Well, well actually, well, what we've done, we've worked out that if we just don't re- reply or even look at anything, we can say whatever the fuck we like about anybody. Yeah. We ain't got to worry, have we? That's, That's all good. True. Exactly. <laughs> yep. so, uh, but, uh, well, I don't... Check, yeah, anyway, but Ben, go on. Where can... Uh, XX40XX. Yeah. So, uh, but sixty minutes at sixty minutes with uh, on Twitter. If, if you want to tweet yeah. the show, then that's probably the best place because Dave will reply to you, uh, whereas we won't. Um, <laughs> 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 um, that's it. Thank you very much for listening. Um, we will see you next month for some more gaming goodness. Bye bye. Bye-bye. Say goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm going for a wink. <laughs> <laughs>